Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. When we first moved here, we actually lived in Greenwich Village, which is the sort of artsy-fartsy section of town, for those who don't know, where all the students and the would-bees live, you know, and a few old poets and that. <laughs> you know, people have lived there for years, you know, still live there.
Let's kick this one off. By the way, 30 years, John Lennon. We'll take your Ichibans. It's that simple. You pick up the phone. You say, hey. I want to talk to Ron Fez. I have an Ichiban. And we'll say, what's Ichiban? I mean, and you say, number one. It's that simple. Number one. Number one. Thank you, David. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's our phone number. Give us a call for the Ichibans. Hey, uh, Dan. Dan in Florida, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ron, I have a travesty Ichiban. A travesty. Ichiban. That's very new to us, a travesty. Ichiban, what's that? Uh, IFC, the independent film channel, has decided to add commercials to all programming, including movies, and are dropping the art house type films in favor of more accessible movies. Well, that's actually happened uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it's only been slowly taking place. But they're, they don't even call themselves Independent Film Channel anymore. Uh, right. They're IFC. And what they are, they're trying to become like a hipper TV land. So they're bringing back those kind of shows <laughs> that were like cult shows and people dug. Because they can't get people into the independent film. you still got Sundance. But people aren't even all that crazy about watching those films. The people of America do not like independent films. And there was a time in my life where I said, well, if they saw uh, these independent films, they know that they're watching shit. And they would go, oh, we, you know, we love these other films now. No, they don't. You can spoon feed them anything and they'll go still go to fucking go see Terminator 8 and, uh, and then go to McDonald's afterwards. Mm. Just get it where you can find it, my friend, because it's never going to be easy for you out there. If you really want something good in life... Uh, you're not going to get it because you need mass numbers of people for anybody to be happy about it. Uh, and it doesn't happen. So, you know, take what you can get. But I do, I I know exactly because, all right, it's not Turner Classic Movies. There's another movie channel that's kind of like them, but they sell, they show commercials. And you'll be watching a movie and you're like, oh, I haven't seen this whole movie in forever. And it goes to commercials and you're fucked. AMC, I think. Yeah, American AMC. Movie and at one time, they went without the commercials. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember that. Can't do it anymore. They can't fucking do it. Because people go like this. You know what I want to do is see old school for the 900th time. Now, we all love old school. Love Will Ferrell, man. Yeah, it's funny. But there's other movies to watch. And even now, I got all the HBOs, all the Showtimes, and I sit there at night going, I can't fucking find anything to watch. No, it's all it's all shit. 99.9% you know, of it. And yet there's so many fucking movies they could be showing. They don't care. But, they, but people go like this, I don't know this movie. I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, this is different. Remember when Blockbuster was big and you'd go to Blockbuster and there would be just... 8,000 movies of something that just came out oh, yeah, that week yeah. like and nothing else. Of it. Yes. <laughs> You've already seen it. You saw it in the theater. Now you can't wait to see it again. And they'd all be out and you'd be pissed. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would. <laughs> There's they so would. many of them. How could they all be gone? They would all be gone. 
Every single one of them will be gone. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Dan in Maine, you're on Run of Fez. Got an Ichiban, Ron. Ichiban. 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 Ron attends the Dukes of September show last night at the Beacon. Wondering what you thought. Uh, first of all, uh, they they picked so many amazing songs to cover and then did their own, which was just terrific. But they pulled out all these weird R&B hits. But one of the things that got to me in my life, I never was a big Michael uh, McDonald fan, but this freak of nature, his voice sounds exactly the way it sounded when he was a kid. White hair, white beard, and just singing his ass off. He's amazing. And uh, it was just, you know, well, first of all, I'm not going to even try to describe the people with Donald Fagan. Let's just take that back to independent film. Either you're crazy about him or you're not. I love the guy. But Boss Gags, his voice, and this fucking Texas gunslinger cool he had going. And then uh, sang Love TKO for my Teddy Pendergrass. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, it was phenomenal. It was, a, it was a really great time all the way around. And then, of I, course, the thing about Fagan is he never, and I've seen him, oddly enough, in the past year, I've seen him in three different things. I saw him with Levon Helm, I saw him with Steely Dan, and then last night, he always has the best players. He has phenomenal backup singers will walk out some chick I never heard of before, would sing the lead and be just amazing. Every player in the band is phenomenal. It's a really great night, particularly for those yeah. people that love soul music. Yeah, John Harrington's awesome on guitar, too. John Harrington <laughs> is a god. He is a guitar god and, you know, probably could have done that show where people are going crazy and then walked through the room with everyone else and no one would have seen him. You know what I mean? Like, I, he, he was up in Portland here a couple of weeks ago with his own band. Um, nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And he, it, was, it was awesome. I got to see a couple of these shows, one in Boston and one in Memphis. And the Memphis crowd was really cool, but kind of taking it back to IFC. The Boston Crown, I couldn't believe the amount of people sitting there screaming for Steely Dan songs. And uh, then, like, upset and pissed when they're leaving. And it's like, I, did you understand what you were coming to see? Yeah, and they, they literally put it on the ticket. that Yeah, and you could see that they would all sprinkle their hits in the middle of it just to keep people into it. But you had this, this chance to see these three different people singing stuff that they grew up loving or stuff that, you know, touched them in some way. But, you know, they sold it uh, from that perspective. But, you know, we just, uh, the, and I, I get back to this, I'm going to bring up the masses because this thing in, with Steve Martin uh, at the 92nd Street Y, apparently there was some talk that went on and it turned out to be about his art collection for, you know, an hour and a half. Now, the people laugh, pissed. They actually had to give money back because they're like, he didn't mention any of his movies. He didn't. But the thing is, he just wrote this book about art. Uh, the person who was with him uh, is into art, and they sat around talking about modern art. People freaked at that. Now, Steve Martin's probably been a gigantic star for 30 years. You know you've seen a million interviews with him. But you've never seen him open up about what it is that he loves about modern art. Here was the one chance to see that. But they laughed going, I didn't hear him yell out, wild crazy guy. He never had told a funny <laughs> Lily Tomlin story. I, I am now 
getting back to just blaming people. At certain points, I would blame corporations, I would blame the government, but now I'm blaming the masses. And you, again, take it where you can find it. These are fucking hard times. These are fucking times where people are either watching MSNBC and screaming like idiots or Fox News and screaming like idiots. And the only thing you could do was go, thanks, I appreciate it, go do your thing over there. I'm going to go to this way. While you people are lined up to do this other stupid thing, I'm going to go out and find my own. Or else you'll go crazy in this world. You will fucking go crazy in this world. Um, it's a fucking gigantic... Uh, thing that we have in this country now where people can feel superior for making the critique of that Bristol Palin is a terrible dancer and they feel very fucking she shouldn't even be on that show this is the fucking conversations they want to be in of course this kid can't dance that's the whole fucking point but you're sitting there wasting your time. She probably made a half a million dollars while you're bitching yeah. about her. But this is what you're choosing to fucking do. Uh, it drives me nuts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Rod, you're on Run a Fez. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, going back to what you were talking about with the, um, the commercials. I mean, I, it's, it really is frustrating. I find myself turning more and more to Netflix and watching their stuff um, through a little box uh, of Roku. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But it, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, the documentaries they have on there just... I watched one last night called Restipo. I don't know. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't heard of it, but I, I will agree with this. Like, documentaries seem to be one of the few things where the world seems to be getting better. Where yeah. Now, again... I want to go back to people who cry about, I hate documentaries because of Michael Moore. He's made, what, four? There's probably <laughs> five, 600 documentaries coming out a year. And since you don't read anymore, it's a great yeah. way to learn about different perspectives in the world. And everybody is making one. And I, I find it kind of fucking cool because, awesome. yeah, you don't know what you're getting. My only problem with Netflix is it isn't completely easy yet. You have to go through this and yeah. that. Yeah, and, and yeah. It's, we will probably it's just, we're probably only about a, a year or two away before uh, all that stuff is open to you. But it's a gigantic fucking change that now my t TV, uh, like NBC, just TVOs for me, and they'll just go, "Here's the fucking shows. Yeah. Watch them without commercials." <laughs> and I'm I'm fucking baffled that they do that. I'm fucking stunned. Um, I'm trying to think. What, I think ABC doesn't do it. But on my TV, you could just about watch any TV show that right after it airs, and uh, they'll run it for you. It's, uh, it's crazy. But I think things are going to be more and more like this, that you'll just watch whatever you want to watch uh, when you want to watch it. Yeah, that's where it's going. I mean, Google TV, they're already put going into that, where it's just going to converge the Internet and Google, and it's also a TV at the same time. And so it's, it's all going to go into one box. The odd thing is, I think the whole purpose of this is people just want to see their YouTube videos on TV. <laughs> that's a big part of it. <laughs> the amount of people that I know now doing, like, funny YouTube videos and attempting to go viral... Or, you know, people always writing, hey, do me a favor, send this out. Yeah. I really think this is my thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy. But, you know, 
everybody's doing their own thing, which is kind of cool. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Jason in Brooklyn, you're on run fez Hey, Ron, me and my girlfriend stopped smoking weed and started watching documentaries, and it's just the best thing in the world. Do- well, the the cool thing about documentaries is that the studios really haven't got their hands on it yet. You know, the studios will release maybe five or six documentaries a year yeah. between all of them. I, I'm probably wrong about that. It's probably five or six get well-known, and then they probably release, you know, 20 or 30 that aren't as well-known. But the, you know, just independent people making their own documentaries and putting them out wherever you can find, that's becoming thousands. Oh, uh, Have you seen uh, the new TV show on MTV, Vice Guy, The Vice Guide to Everything? No. It's pretty awesome. It's like three or four mini-docs in each episode where they go around the world just doing weird shit and just... Shining a light on something random, like uh, they they stuck in North Korea. They had so, they had one um, spotlight on these guys in who were just basically slaves for the mafia. They're slave pop singers, where they're only they're only popular in one town in fucking Sicily, uh-huh. and they make like two million a year. But they have to do like eight or nine gigs a weekend, just singing the same song over and over again. And they're just basically slaves for the mafia. So they're it's basically hysterical. like Frank Sinatra was during the fifties, yeah. where hey, in one town, you got to do this gig. <laughs> yeah, not- that that town used to be Vegas. <laughs> Um, yeah, the what what we think of the mafia and what Sicily thinks of the mafia are two different <laughs> things, man. Weird. They're like like we're doing coke mafia and they're fucking crack mafia. Um, eight six six Ron zero Fez, eight six six Ron zero Fez. It is the Ron Fez show. Uh, let's go over here to um, let's go over to um. Let's go to Nick. Nick in San Diego. You're on my face. Hello, buddies. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to thank you, Ron. Must have been a couple months ago you did an interview with the director, but finally got around to watching the Jean-Michel Basquiat Radiant Child documentary, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's amazing, uh, isn't it? And Just, just uh, to watch him, like, painting, like, not even the interviews, just, like, he'll be talking to, like, random-ass people and, like, just watching him, like... Paint. It's like I always used to wonder, like, is every little mark, is everything, like, meant, or is it just accidental? And it just cleared it up for me. Yeah, that is one of the most amazing shots that they have, and I talked to her about that. It's just, like, how much fun it looked like he was having painting. And the thing was, she was shooting him, and this, uh, you know, stuff had sat around in a vault or something for 30 years almost, and... He was kind of flirting with her while he was painting. So it was almost like he was like digging that she was watching him paint. And he was like just there in his prime feeling confident about it. And then the paintings in that movie just exploded. They were just gorgeous. I always used to look at him and hear his name. And for some reason, I never really got into him. But after watching that, like... All the little, like, quick snapshots of them or little, like, motifs of showing all of them, I was like, God damn, like, this is fucking incredible. Like, it's just like a little kid blowing bubbles, man, who was having so much fun and everything just flew off of, like, a TV, like, incredible. Yeah, she did a great job uh, putting that back together. And um, it's called Radiant uh, Child is the name of it, and it's about John M- uh, Miguel Basquiat. If you guys uh, are into art at all, it's actually pretty cool for people who aren't into art because they start to pick up on it, you know, and uh, there's some really, really brilliant stuff out there in terms of uh, documentary, which oddly, as we uh, just brought up, 
IFC seems to be moving away from that and, and showing old TV shows, which I guess, you know, they got to make money. I'm I not going to. It's brilliant, but canceled again, right? That was on Trio, I it's think. It's kind of yeah. Trio, which was kind of brilliant, but canceled. Yeah. It became. <laughs> is it Ovation now? Yeah, it's Ovation now, yeah. And, and they, they'll throw on a. They'll throw on some independent films every now and then, but the fucking... But they run commercials. Yeah, and the commercials are at the worst possible time. It's like they choose the worst time to make these cuts. Whoever's yeah. doing that shit's a fucking moron. Yeah, they only pay attention to time. They yeah. don't have anything <laughs> in content. And it's like if they took this show and made commercials out of it later, but they uh, actually did the commercial... <laughs> and then there would be the spot. Just when I'm... A, in a mid-sentence, they don't give a shit. Worst. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I got an Ichiban for you. Ichiban? I'd love to hear one. Hey, uh, Rocky Balboa is an inductee along with Mike Tyson into the Boxing Hall of Fame. Uh, now, here's the thing, and I am, I'm not going to fucking judge anyone for their Boxing Hall of Fame. But how could you put Rocky Balboa in before Apollo Creed? I mean, I know that he beat Apollo Creed, but would there have been a Rocky Balboa without Apollo Creed? And this is what drives me crazy about the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you what really drives me crazy about the Hall of Fame. Why do people sit around and still talk about Halls of fucking Fame? It's, it's like if I started the Boxing Hall of Fame and just sure. put in the names I want it hell and then yeah. sent out the list and let people argue about it. It would be great. That's all I'm going to do now. I'll just say, all right, this is Ron's Basketball Hall of Fame. <laughs> this is Ron's Hip Hop Hall of Fame. <laughs> and then right now, the only guys they would put in is the Fat Boys. All right. Nobody else. Not no one else am I interested in. What about Biggie? Not yet. Oh, come on. He hasn't shown me enough. So he's dead. He did, he See, did everything is, he has to this, do. This is what happens. And yes! This, this is what happens where people take it fucking seriously. The, and I brought this up with, you know, Eddie Trunk. Uh, his side will hurt because some hideous fucking 80s hairband didn't get into the Hall of Fame again. And he'll be crying about it. And I go, it's just Jan Wenner's record collection. <laughs> it's the same people he put into Rolling Stone fucking 30 years ago. He now puts into the Hall of Fame. Start your own Hall of Fame. I couldn't. It's too expensive. You don't have to put it in fucking Cleveland and lose money the way he did. Put it on your TV show, and people will believe you. If you say, this is my fucking Hall of Fame, people will believe. And then they will argue about how your Hall of Fame sucks, and they're not going to it because their person didn't get in. With Stallone going there in, he is. With Stallone going in the Boxing Hall of Fame, this is like Charlie Sheen going in the Baseball Hall of Fame for doing Major League. That's exactly right. It is. So it's, it's, it just seems a little bit odd, like they ran out of boxers or something. They had to go to fictional ones. Who, who, who votes on the Hall of Fame? Um, I, I'm guessing it's boxing writers. Say so you're guessing. You have no idea. I have no and clue. Yet, if they put the name Hall of Fame in, you give it some kind of legitimate thing. There's no reason to. There's no fucking reason to act like their Hall of Fame is any better than if you said, here's our people who are into fucking sports movies Hall of Fame. Um, Jim, you're on the Run Fez show. I think we got to put Roy Hobbs in the Baseball Hall of Fame before Charlie Sheen. Well, look, let me tell you something. I've seen a lot of, of sports movies, 
And Roy Hobbs is the best there ever was. He's just the best there ever was. And when he came out with Lightning Boy, his bat, and uh, I couldn't believe it when he knocked the clock out. He literally knocked the cover off the ball. It was fucking crazy. And that day, I'd seen Roy Hobbs play, and everybody was uh, booing him and upset with him. And I was just there. I was wearing a white hat and a white dress, and I just slowly stood up so he could see me. And it just, I mean, a pin could have dropped in that. In a white dress? Um, yeah, I forgot. I, I was thinking of Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Uh, JT, you're on my face. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, why are we even discussing the uh, Boxing Hall of Fame when it's been run by Don King for the last 25 years? There's, Seriously? There, there, first of all, there's no reason to accept whoever they call champion, let alone whoever they put into their Hall of Fame. Uh, at one time, and there's no way, there is no way to explain this to people uh, that weren't there for it. But at one time, boxing, if you were the boxing champion, you were the biggest celebrity in the world. When Muhammad Ali was Muhammad Ali in his prime, there wasn't a person on the planet who didn't know where he was. I mean, you could have went into deepest parts of China, an African village. Those you you go down and find those fucking midgets that are just wearing g-strings and sucking fish out of the Amazon River, and they would be fighting over should it be Ali or Joe Frazier. This is how just well known the sports. Uh, a boxing was. And now, you could walk down the street and ask people, name any champion of the world right now, and probably 97 out of 100 people couldn't do it. No, no shit about boxing anymore. It's ridiculous. Heavyweight title means dick now. There's no class left. Uh, Jeremy, you're on manifest. Hey, guys. I don't, I'm like you, Ron. I don't give a shit, but they're saying it's because he kind of caused a research and revitalization of the sport kind of brought it back to mainstream they could call it whatever he wants it's fucking ridiculous to put an actor in the boxing hall of fame it just doesn't make sense but neither does the fucking boxing hall of fame how do you uh, why do you even need a boxing hall of fame you have a fucking list of people who played you can tell who the people were the best <laughs> let's see he had he unified the belts i'm guessing he is <laughs> the good boxer right uh, I'm going to throw Rocky Marciano in there because he was undefeated. What about Joe Lewis, the Brown Bomber? He yes. This is fucking easy. You'd have to be fucking retarded to fucking say then Sylvester Stallone at fucking five foot seven with his lips in was a heavyweight fucking boxer. He was dense, I think. He said he was dense. I don't know. I think he was. I think he probably looked exactly like the situation. Well, he also brought us the reality show, The Contender. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Mike, you're on the Run Fez show. They should put De Niro in then, too, for Raging Bull. That's a this lot is what they fucking do with the Hall of Fames. Now you're sitting here legitimizing this ridiculous thing because, yes, Rocky wasn't even the... Um, best 
of any of the box. I don't want. Why wait, am I in this fucking conversation? Wait, what about LL Cool J for "Mama Said Knock You Out"? Should he get in? He, <laughs> that was some nice work in. in the video. Put everyone in. Put your mom in the Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't mean shit. Now, people the other day are George Steinbrenner didn't get into the baseball Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck about these Hall of Fames. I, I even went to Cooperstown and I'm like, why aren't they ser serving burgers? Because the Hard Rock has ruined any kind of fucking thing for anyone. They're, they all look like Hard Rocks without fucking food now. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bill, Tennessee, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing today? None of your business, Bill. All right, well, I'm glad I called. Hey, would you put uh, the blue or the red Rock and Sockham robot into the Hall of Fame first? It's a great question, but I always went to red. Like, if I could have the possibility to be red, I always wanted to be red over blue. I'll tell you this. I kind of hated blue. But even knowing that, if I found out there was anything where it looked like whatever head was harder to knock up, that's yeah. the one I fucking took. <laughs> and then right. I would play, uh, play my cousin. Nice. I'd have to say to him, no, I always get this one. <laughs> But the head doesn't go up. Shut up. Stop being a baby. Come on. Come on. Let's get this over with. Let's go. Weren't they going to do a thing where there was gigantic rock and sock robots where they could fucking actually, like, life-size and have them fight like that? Yeah. And there are a couple of movies in the 80s where the giant robots are fighting each other. Uh, Regis had, you know, the yearly, here's what's going to be hot for Christmas, retarded guy. And there is some updated version of Battling Tops. Oh, it looked Jesus like Christ. big battling tops in a dog dish. Oh. And I thought to myself, wouldn't mind getting those battling tops. <laughs> Might be great. Might be fun for everybody to have battle tops. Fez is listening to this. Um, well, after he told me that he almost bought me a pillow, I already know fucking Christmas is fucked no, for the 90th no. year. It's, it's passive aggressive, but it's now moved into just straight aggressive. This year could turn it around. Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. I was wondering if they'd throw Sylvester Stallone up on the Vietnam Wall for his brilliant performance in Rambo. I love the fact Stallone did Rambo because it's kind of well-known. Like a lot of people from the 60s, Sly wanted no fucking part of Vietnam until it got to the 80s. And then he decided we needed to win that war. Well, Sly, why didn't you decide that in 66 when you were going around to colleges in fucking Europe? Anything for a deferment. You know, send me anywhere to do anything but be in Vietnam. But then when it got to around 80, he goes like this. Why didn't we win? Why didn't we go for it? <laughs> you tell me, big man. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. Hey, I want to know why uh, Spider Rico isn't in the Hall of Fame from Rocky. Spider Rico is doing real good right now. You know, he's doing better than you. I don't know why you got to put him down with him. Why you got to put him down? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron of Fez show. Um, let's go over here to Corey. Corey, you're on the Ron of Fez show. Hey, yeah, what about the uh, WWE Hall of Fame? Basically, Vince McMahon picks whoever he wants, and there's even a few non-wrestlers in there, like... um. Pete Rose and Bob Euchre. Um, let's go over here to James. James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, who goes into the Golf Hall of Fame first? Uh, Kevin Costner or Adam Sandler? Toby McGuire? You know, I know. We could do this all day. Back I hands. fucking get it. We could do it all day. Why don't we just say, what about the kangaroo, the box of Vestas, uh, the cat? Should he be in the Boxing Hall of Fame? 
I get it. We could waste all the time. That's what you guys want to do. I'll just take your calls. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Run Hall of Fame, more like Hall of Lame. Thank you. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. This is what we do instead of going to school, folks. If you want to play this game, is this going to be how we spend the fucking day today? I'll do it with you. We don't have to talk about anything. We can be the dumbest people on the planet. I'm fucking fine with it. Every once in a while... One fucking brain cell can bump into another one. Just what? slim up against it. And then we'll have a fresh new idea. Um, look who it is. Tall James. How are you, buddy? Good, Ronnie. Quick question for you. Yeah. Um, I did some background work on the Wahlberg, uh, Christian Bale movie, The Fighter. Does, does that entitle me to get into the Hall of Fame? Just tell me, uh, how was the? how did the movie look to you from what you saw of it? It looked really good, man. It was a David O. Russell film, and, you know, he was just as nutty on set as he was, you know, for Huckabees. He was really and, acting that crazy? Well, you know, I watched him and uh, Wahlberg butt heads a couple of times, but, you know, for the most part, you know, the guy held a good set. You know, it was really good. You know, what's really interesting is they're going to do another movie together. Are they? Yeah, and I don't know if Wahlberg has ever really done that many good movies outside of working with David O. o. Russell. So I got hopes for this. Not gigantic really hopes, but I, I'm I'm definitely going to say it's going to be watchable without a doubt. Uh, and watch uh, and watchable <laughs> is all you really want in this world. It's getting pretty slim. Slim pickets out there at this point. Uh, Richard, San Jose, you're on manifest. Hey, buddy. Just wanted to nominate uh, Spinal Tap for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, when Weird Al uh, did the Unmasked, he said he really wanted to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm like, why not? You might as well be. It doesn't matter to me who goes in these Hall of Fames. Um, Bill, you're on the Run of Fest show. Big S, 29.75, my buddy. Oh, well, well, Bill. Um, I know it's not uh, Philly season, so you must have something outside of Hoo-ah! the Phil's to talk about today. Oh, uh, yeah. Since we're on mindless uh, topics, uh, this is a great one that MTV's doing this year. In Times Square, they're going to drop Snooky in a ball. On New Year's Eve, as the rest of the crowd attempts to get the largest fist-pumping Guinness Book of World Record. Oh, so this is uh, this isn't going to happen at twelve o'clock, right? Oh no, she's dropping with the ball. Yeah, I guess in a different, probably not with the actual ball, but they're going to drop her in a ball on Times Square. Snooky. All right, I I've got to look into this. Um, I almost said something that, by the time I got to it, I thought, no, wait, that sounds like a terroristic threat. Oh, good God. Um, now, MTV and New Year's Eve is the only time they're alive again. They're yeah. just completely, they're like, oh, let's see what rock we have. Do they still bring back the late, late guy, the guy who's on... Daily? Yeah. Carson Daly? I, I think last year, I'm pretty sure he was it, so he should be there this year. I want to see this. I want to see Carson Daly come back with his mom, Tyne Daly, and the uh, two of them. Uh, Chachi, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, what about Elvis? We got Elvis in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got him in Sir Galahad in the Boxing Hall of Fame. Well, that would—that's uh, when he was the singing boxer, Sir Galahad, uh, and he was fighting out of the Catskills. <laughs> what the fuck? You never saw, you never watched Elvis movies. I never seen you? Elvis movies, but you talk about them. They sound amazing. They are <laughs> the nuttiest things that I've ever seen in my life, and Elvis. In every Elvis movie, kind of played Elvis. You know, it was like, hey, am I on? I'm a carny. No matter what came up, I'm a race car driver. You know, like, 
You could tell like Elvis wasn't like, what makes this character tick? I'm going to look into him. Nothing. It was just like, oh, in this scene, Elvis is a race car driver. And for some reason, he would always have... He seemed like to have the same jobs as G.I. Joe. Nice. Where, you know, he would be diving. Oh, cool. All my other Navy, and now I'm diving for treasure. I used to be in the Army, and now I'm flying a helicopter. You know, just like these things. And one of my favorite bad Elvis movies is something Acapulco. I don't know what it is. Elvis in Acapulco, where he's a cliff diver. Right? That, I that guess makes sense. There's a couple guys in Acapulco who are cliff divers, and for some reason... Elvis became one of them. It was fun in Acapulco. Fun in Acapulco. But here's the beauty of it. The entire movie, he's walking around. He's like wearing like little white gay fucking shorts and shit, right? <laughs> and he's like, hey, how's everyone doing? I'm diving for cliffs and shit. And you can see that the entire movie is shot against the green screen. Oh, my God. I mean, it looked like... They just set up fucking cameras in his bedroom and fucking... As the shit. <laughs> in fucking Memphis. <laughs> and, like, there's, like, a little kid in the movie, and for some reason he's like, you're going to be my manager. And we're supposed to believe this? <laughs> but the kid is, like, about two feet tall, like, hey, Elvis, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a good job. You could be a singer, you know? Like, but I, they acted like they That's didn't give a fuck. Awesome. But Elvis would be in these little white shorts, and he was dick-to-mouth level with this little kid throughout oh. the movie. And he would do that Elvis thing. Like, you ever notice that there's some women that will stand around with their fucking pussies out? Oh, yeah. Elvis was uh, treated his fucking vagina like a stripper's <laughs> pussy. He was just, just, fucking... hey, just out all the time. How's everyone doing, <laughs> man? He was like a fucking chick stripper. And he was just nuts. And I watched that fucking movie uh, high one night. I'm fucking high as a kite. And my chick is like in the other room, and I'm like, "You gotta see!" You know, I just kept yelling like it was great, and she would stick her fucking head in me like, "I don't know." He's got his dick in the kids. You know, I was fucking obsessed with it one night. Just kept trying to call her in yeah. from whatever she was doing to make it seem like, "Yeah, this is fucking important." <laughs> um, Andrew, Andrew, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, good morning, Ron. Yeah. Hey. I got a question for you. What did the colonel have over Elvis that he's... Didn't he, like, give him, like... Uh, wasn't it, like, a 50-50 split for the Yeah, colonel? there was a 50-50 split with the colonel. And the colonel was an old carny. And supposedly... And this is a story I heard. My, but my grandfather and my grandmother knew the colonel even before uh, he was Elvis's guy. And one of the movies is fucking... Uh, like, he plays a carny in the movie. And if you look at that, it was produced, and the special consultant was the colonel. And it's really fucking filled with inside carny lingo out oh, of really? nowhere wow. for no fucking reason. And the thing is, people don't know this. Elvis had a, a twin brother. And that brother was, like, kind of stillborn. Okay. And Elvis used to talk to him throughout his life. Like, this happens to a lot of people who lose a twin they kind of feel like half a person throughout their life and elvis used to keep that stillborn twin in a fucking jar and uh. if if uh, and the colonel had it and if elvis didn't do what he said he'd start fucking shaking it oh, or he'd drop a fucking fish in it and it was almost like the urn he would walk around like he was in front of the undertaker and he would be holding that stillborn twin in a fucking pickle jar 
And if he's like, Elvis, I want you to do this movie, and Elvis is like, I can't do it. And he would just open the lid and start to piss in it a little bit. And he goes, I'm pissing on Jesse Aaron. No, Colonel, don't do it, man. I'll do your movie. Uh, Put me in Kissing Cousins. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Time you're on the Run Fez show. Tom, we got you, buddy? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, what about Nick Nolte and Mac Davis in the Pro Football Hall? All right. I know in the back of your fucking head this is still witty to you. I get it. Let's pick up. Why don't we do this as a fucking show topic? People just call up with topics that will annoy Ron today. Oh, no. I get it. We can go every fucking sports movie. Every sports movie and act like that person should be in that Hall of Fame. And for some reason, we'll act like we're at the Algonquin table, where suddenly we're just the wittiest people in the world with these bad fucking premises. What's Stephen Willie Beeman? Oh, yes. He belongs in it, too. He belongs in it, too. Sorry. At two, Hicksay? At two? No, that's it. No more. I'm sorry. (sighs) You fucking people. Oh. I'm going to just... Fucking, I'm going to, I got a gun at home and I, on, on a bullet, I've written on it, the listeners did this to me. And I'm just, oh. that's the fucking bullet that I'm going to put through my brain. Well, at least the cops. That's the fucking bullet. Yeah, the, then the cops will know. Yeah, they'll, they'll be able to see, make it easy for them to solve. Yeah, and then they'll go like this. I think the listeners did it to him. <laughs> this is really the fault of the listeners. That's how cops talk, by the way. Oh, yeah. Listeners are really, really... They can annoy you sometime. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John, you're on the Run Fez show. Hopefully this doesn't annoy you there, Ronnie B. Um, I got an Ichiban for you. Ichiban. Uh, the Rolling Stone magazine is going to release the full interview, uh, the final interview of John Lennon. Yeah, I read some of that this morning. Uh, I don't know why they waited so long with it, but it's a very weird thing. At one point, he actually said that that the media just likes dead heroes, and he has no interest in being that. Yeah. And, you know, then he was dead, you know, a short time later. And even that famous Annie Leibovitz picture where Yoko has all of her clothes on uh-huh. and uh, John is laying next to her naked and holding on to her was like taken within like the last 24 hours of his life and it's just one of the strangest most haunting fucking pictures ever fucking weird so to be uh 30 years uh and i'm sure i'll stop up there tonight and see all the people singing uh lennon songs up in strawberry fields but it's hard to believe 30 years yeah 30 years since john lennon's been gone um but that doesn't give you the chance to do every stupid John Lennon fucking joke in the world. We're fucking brighter people than this, are we not? I'd hope so. Uh, let's do something. Where, let's stop annoying Ron today. Let's do this. Let's. It's not the easiest day for me. Let's. Uh, and Fezzi, you're not having the best day, so no. you told me coming in here you didn't uh, even want to participate. You could only participate when you could today. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell the fucking listeners, give me a break. Don't annoy me today. And, and just be nice to me. Mike, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about how overrated Steve Carlton was. Overrated? 
overrated lefty. Get How him. many left-handed fucking pitchers have there been in the history of the world? Get them. And yet, say to anyone who's ever played the sport of baseball, lefty, and they know who the fuck you're talking about. Get them. It's Steve Carlton. Steve fucking Carlton. He had 27 fucking wins in a year that I think the team had a total of like 59 fucking wins or something crazy like that. I can't fucking put up with your listeners anymore. You drive me crazy. Get him. You know, sometimes like when you say get him like that, yeah. it just it adds to my aggravation. Oh. Like in, instead of like you trying to calm me down, yeah. you say get him. And, wait, that's not even our act. <laughs> Completely lifting that act. Fuck. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I like to occasionally do an homage to Chad Duke's rant. Why wouldn't I? It's a good man. Do you even know what character you're fucking playing in that? I forgot the guy's name. LeVar. Oh, you got fucking help and I saw you fucking get it. You got help and I saw you fucking get it, you pricks. Fez, that made you mad? Yeah. Don't feed it to him. Fez, in his own funny way, like, even though when, when he has a day like this where he can't fucking help, right? Yeah. He hates to see people who don't. He's like, God, stop it. Just stop it. Oh, no. Um, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez. Besides John Lennon's anniversary, it's also the six-year anniversary of the death of Dimebag Daryl. You know, Bobby Pantera brings that up every year, and it's always completely forgotten because he died on the same day that John Lennon did. Yeah, it's just, completely overlooked. If it was like two days before, yeah. two days after, whatever, it would be a a, a, a fucking giant, a giant fucking thing. Yeah. It would be a fucking giant deal. Oh yeah, and the way it went out was, you know, just horrifying. Terrible. Yeah, horrifying. <laughs> really fucked up. And it's like anyone else, he got fucking killed by the listeners, basically. <laughs> yeah. His own listeners killed him. Only, it, it, he didn't have his own gun. No. Why are you getting help with LeVar Arrington? I Where did he go to him. college? Oh, I don't know. Penn State. Okay. By the way, I saw, and this is a fucking true story about LeVar Arrington, because he's only going to be known as the get him guy. But when he was in fucking college, I saw him make a tackle on a kickoff where he tackled the guy with the ball and I believe two other fucking what? blockers. That he, there were two blockers in front of him and Aaron took all fucking three of them out. It was one of the most amazing fucking tackles I ever saw in my life. That's fucking crazy. And then I yelled out, uh, that guy's going to be a big star. And, you know, like, I was fucking smart. Isn't it always uh, fucking funny when, like, there's some kid coming up who's just gigantic and then you make this... <laughs> Keep an eye on this guy. He's going to be huge. He is going to be terrific. Sky's the limit for this one. Yeah. Uh, Blake, you're on the run of face show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, you were talking earlier about a uh, Elvis movie, and you said it was chock full of corny lingo. I was curious to know what that would be, if you give me some examples. Uh, here's the difference between me and you, Blake. You're calling from where? Atlanta. 
uh, the Bennington family does not break kayfabe to your fucking hayseeds, <laughs> all right? I want you to walk down that fucking midway every year thinking you've got a chance to win the Big Bear, all I'll right? I want I'll you to it. fucking go out and, and blow it. I'm with it, baby. I'm not fucking giving anything away. Um, bueno, bueno, you're on the run of fish show. Hey, what's up, boys? Ronnie, I need you to stop bitching and moaning about that goddamn catheter you got in your dick and your friend not coming to see. It's not a big deal. Man up. You know what I found out from the doctor? Remember I told you they put six and a half yards of catheter in there? Oh, uh, yeah. I even know yeah. some of it broke off. So oh. I, they've got to go back in there now. And, um, yeah, they got to go back into your dick hole and pull that catheter out. And there's only one way to do it, and that's with those Amazon fucking spine fish that go up your dick hole. What? Have you ever seen those things? Yes. Here's what happens if you... This is why I hate South America and everything about it. You get drunk in South America, you're taking a piss, and like always, you want to piss in the river. You take a piss into the river. That fucking ugly little fish will swim up your fucking piss stream, uh. into your dick hole, go up into you, and then oh, they have spikes that come out. Fuck. Inside your dick, right? Inside like, your fucking right dick. Right inside it. Oh. That's not good. I'm going to say something to you right now. Why do those things even exist? Why, would they, why are there animals that just fucking go into fucking human piss holes? Wait, hold on. You actually want to sit here in front of us. You, a man who doesn't bother to fucking comb out yesterday's fucking breadcrumbs out of your beard. No. And you want to talk... And question the great architect? You think it's your fucking job to second-guess God? Yeah, well, there's no fucking reason for some animal to be inside my dick hole. It's causing me pain. Guess what? What? There's no fucking reason that you should come from the same place you fucking piss. There is no <laughs> fucking reason. L let me tell you. Okay. If God had been fucking thinking to himself, Hey, uh, this... I'll make the place where you come different from the place that you piss. You would get blowjobs so fucking easy. A girl would be like, yeah, why wouldn't I blow you? It's no fucking big deal to her. It's the fact that you piss from there that makes her, like, makes you have to force her fucking head down. Not to mention then it's so close to your ass. Yeah. Move some stuff around. Put the fuck pump on one knee. Put the piss pump on the other knee. And then everybody's fucking happy. Just banging with one leg. All right. What, what, what would the difference be? No, I'm if, saying. If I'm you saying. were born into it, you would accept this immediately. Sure, if my knee had a fucking cum hose on it. Oh, I wonder who this is that the big boss is walking yeah, That's very interesting. Yeah. She know. must have made a movie or done something oh, yeah. well. She, well he's not gonna, he's not, yeah, he's not going to leave the office unless it's important. Oh, no. Right, he just pointed and said, look, monkey's talking into a microphone. Oh, come on. Come on, we're more than that. Jesus. We're more than monkey's talking into a microphone. Although, the only way I can get Hicks in here every day is uh, bananas. They're delicious. They are good. That's Passio. one thing that I... That's why I know monkeys are smarter than other animals. A monkey is smarter than a dog, because you won't see a monkey eating fucking shitty dog food. Oh, fuck no. But he will go, mmm, fresh fruit. Nice. Um... Here's uh, Jason. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Just want to let you know uh, I'm getting a big petition together to ban cigars in the city. You Sorry, all but have, my friend. The yeah, other day, <laughs> I, here's, here's the fucking thing I was in. I was in a cigar store, and it had a no smoking sign. You could not smoke what? in the cigar store. This is where we are. And I go, why can't you smoke in the cigar store? And they go, oh, it's bad for you. I go, what the what? fuck is going on here? 
drinking a liquor store. The fuck? So I really don't think you can. Wait, I don't you think can't? you can pop a fucking beer open, start drinking in a liquor store. Well, I've I've been way off then. You know what's really time. this is and like I remember See, I don't know if you ever put up with this because you lived in the city, but when you lived in the suburbs and you'd be a kid like 13, you'd go down to a liquor store with your money and then you say, God, get me a fucking, you know, no, yeah. give me a quarter beer, give I'd me do a that, fucking yeah. bottle of wine, whatever fucking that shitty stuff you, you do. But even when I was a little kid like that, I would see these fucking guys come out of the liquor store, sit down on a fucking curb, and just start fucking Oof, hitting. Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, you can't even get back in the car, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'd be like a fresh-faced boy, like 13, thinking to myself, this drinking can't be all that good for you, because look at that motherfucker. They didn't even brown bag it? Yeah. Um, one time, some fucking guy tried to take our money after it. We had to what? fucking go after. Yeah, he said, "I'll take your fucking money, and I'll get you." Tell me what you want. He goes in. He comes fucking walking out, makes a right, starts to leave. He goes, uh, "We're like, where's our fucking money?" Uh, and he's like, "I didn't have any of your money." We fucking started like what? diving on him Fuck and shit, yeah. right? And then an older guy was coming. Give the fucking kids their money. He goes, and he actually said this. You remember what it was like when you were a kid and you could buy fucking liquor for yourself? And he starts fucking chastising the guy, and the guy had to hand over our fucking money. And then it was just fucking... That's fucking awesome. Yeah, there was some, like, he was like the superhero for bad people. You know, like, if there was some fucking, like, Superman who would come in and fucking, like, knock the cops away. <laughs> That's the guy's a shit. That's when I, that could be, like, my uh, newest fucking uh, comic strip I'm trying to get out. It's just some kind of superhero who only helps fucking crooks. Okay. Who will fucking come flying in and, like, just pull the alarm out. So they're safe. <laughs> Go ahead. You're safe to get away now. Cops aren't or, coming. Yeah, just bend down and, like, the cops have people bust it and knock the cops out. Go ahead. You're safe now. Let me fly you to the crack house. Let's go. <laughs> um... Because my last fucking comic book, I like to call it illustrated novel. Um, because they really are. They're like illustrated novels. Oh, no. uh, but my last one uh, didn't do that well. It was called Weak Men. And it was a man uh, who really didn't have any strength at all. Oh. And like when crime would happen, he would get even weaker and then would also have anxiety and would just watch the world go by him wow. and not get involved. So what happened in the comic book exactly? Um, he lived really old and oh. just kind of missed out on life. Well, I, I guess, yeah, I guess... I don't know, maybe there's some conflict in a Well, someone took his like girlfriend, that. his car was oh. gone by the end of it. But, like, his motto was always, what can I do? I'm weak, man. What can I do? The defeatist, come and on. They turned me down for it. They said, uh that kids would relate to it too much because kids are weak. Okay. I, I, don't, I think that was bullshit. And one of the, like, he wore, uh, wore a T-shirt that said bullying was wrong. That was one of them. He tried to point at the T-shirt when they were pushing kids around. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Justin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. I got an entertainment Ichiban. Entertainment. Uh, Kim Kardashian was the top earning reality TV star this year, earning or in 2010, earning six million dollars. So well, first of all, you need to even come up with that because that's only what she made from the show. Yeah, her real money comes from 
selling lipstick to fat girls Thrift and spa. yeah, she sells fucking shampoo and shoes, and she's just she is like a a store with a tremendous ass. Yeah. Like if there was a store in the mall that had a great ass, that's what Kim Kardashian is. This is something that's changed over the years, and I don't. Maybe it's for the better, but Kim Kardashian, the fact that she's out there, and people actually admire her now. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I want to dress like her, I want to look like her, whatever. Okay. If you would have told me, even as soon as 10 years ago, even if it was 10 years ago, if a sex tape went out, could the person rebound and be able to reach middle America, Mainstream. I would say absolutely not. I remember back in, I think it was probably the late 80s, Rob Lowe had a sex tape come out, probably uh, took him from being a top-tier box office guy into doing, you know, much smaller roles, TV, mm-hmm. small roles in movies. I mean, face it, would he have ever been in Wayne's World if it wasn't for that <laughs> fucking tape? No, it never would have happened. Would he have been on West Wing? No, he would have been... He was on the same kind of courses like a Tom Cruise. Yeah, he was blown up. Um, and it would destroy you. But now, um, you look at the world, and these women not only rebound from these tapes that got put out, but they're they're actually bigger stars for it. Yeah, they they want to release sex tapes. They like there's sex tapes coming out of these minor celebrities, and they want to get it out there because just watch them fucking. Well, on was film. Kim Kardashian that well known before the sex tape came out? Um, before the sex tape came out, she was known as like uh, Paris Hilton's friend. She was a socialite, kind basically. of a club kid. Yeah, club kid. Yeah, and I, uh, some pictures circulate of her and saying she has a giant ass, whatever. But but the deal is this is. And maybe it's better for it. And I really do. I'll say this. It probably has more to do with your generation, Hicks, because um, you're certainly much more open. You know what I mean? Like, whatever happens. Oh, yeah, there's a, you know, because guys that are in their 20s now, if you're dating a girl, there's probably a picture of her blowing some guy on the Internet somewhere. (laughs) There's Her kids are out. There's, she's making out or some, you know, she falls asleep at a party and they're fucking her with a goddamn wine bottle, whatever. It just, that kind of stuff doesn't mean so much to you. No, it's, it's, it's just, because there's so much of it out there and it's just so fucking widespread, it just dilutes it and it's like, oh, really? Okay, that's not a huge fucking surprise. So, when one of these things come out, it's kind of rough for a little while and then they just ride it out yeah that's all that's all that happens i mean they want to, they everyone kim kardashian like first was paris hilton or i guess before that pamela anderson but the, the first people that got popular over was paris hilton so that happened and then after kim kardashian did it is when it fucking re- it's really it's like pa- porn porn doesn't fucking hurt you your well, personal sex tapes do not hurt you now let's because i don't even know how all this uh stuff work uh Did she put the tape out on purpose, Kardashian? Um, because I know she got paid on it, right? Yeah, they, these things don't come out if if they they're they're getting paid. They might say might say that oh I don't want this out, but they're getting paid and they signed off on it. So after it gets out, it's like you have to pay me now, so I'll stop suing you. Basically, yeah, yeah. Give me give me a piece of the fucking um, cash. I think J Lo has something she's trying to keep for a while from now, getting out, and it's pictures of her flashing her cunny and. Um, they would do this thing. She would pull her dress up, 
and there would be a vagina. I guess she had shaved it, oh, yeah, and her right. husband at the time would say to her, "Sarite," and she would go, "Sarite," and she just, she had this way of making her pussy just go "Sarite," and it was I guess it was a throwback to Senior Wences. I don't know how all you know. I'm not that big into Latin humor, yeah. but like "Sarite," and it was supposedly the funniest thing ever. And she would put lipstick on her vagina, Sounds and that was good. the like the whole funny thing. Um, and then is it oh. JWoww is now trying to stop uh, pictures that a boyfriend has. Yeah, her manager, I think, her ex-manager and boyfriend, who was, I think was on Jersey Shore a couple episodes. Um, I don't know, that doesn't make sense. She'll get paid on it, just fucking negotiate a deal. Fuck it. Now, th well, but the thing is, why would you say to your boyfriend at the time, I want you to get some close-ups of my asshole here. I really want you to get some nice shots. Like, what? Where is this comfort level that these things won't come out? Because you guys are just constantly taking pictures, right? Yeah, and then there's constantly sexting and all that bullshit. With even the younger generation now, like fucking kids in high school now, just constantly just sexting back and fucking forth. You know, they're, um, this is what, because people are so fucking crazy, <laughs> that wherever you go, every person with a phone now is a kind of a TMZ. They're oh, yeah. their own TV network. So I'm at the Beacon Theater last night. And the fucking guard has to walk down constantly and say to people, um, you know, stop fucking shooting, right? That That's great. are yeah. shooting. And he actually went by this fucking guy who was smoking skunkweed to say to someone, <laughs> I want you to put that fucking video camera out. Now, the funny thing about uh, it, too, is great. those things are such bad quality. Go on, on, on YouTube and look at how many fucking things are just shot bad. I mean... Pick a fucking artist. Yeah, any band, you just put them in, and that's the first thing that'll come up. And yeah, and like, you know, you go to say, I'll put Pearl Jam, that stuff comes up, and then you just hear some fucking guy screaming the <laughs> fucking bad lyrics to Black into his yeah. phone. It's <laughs> fucking just, awful, man. Um, it's just the worst thing ever, so it's not even um, any good. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Funny, has anybody with any talent ever purposefully released a sex tape to get famous? Um, no, I can't. S well, I think Kanye is trying to or something. Isn't they saying that Kanye is behind something right now for I, himself? Yeah, I think he a uh, picture of his cock got released out there or some shit. And is it something like he wanted it done? I don't think so. I think that got leaked. Um... His cock leaked. His, so his, his cock leaked out all over leaked. the internet. <laughs> oh. um, Jay, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. I uh, was just wondering if you think it's just sex tapes. I mean, Crystal Payton got pregnant, and she got thrown on to Dancing with the Stars, and I think that had a lot to do with it, the fact that she was pregnant during the election, and she didn't release a sex tape, and we were forgive, you know, we gave her forgiveness, and... Now she's a teen well, activist. Well, first of all, why uh, why would it be up to any of us to give her forgiveness? What we have nothing to do with her, or the fact that her mom is political. It just doesn't fucking dawn on me why anyone thinks anything about the Bristol Palin thing. What any of her opinions are? Um, it's just bizarre to me. Like John McCain's daughter goes around giving their opinions, and people are like. Why does anybody... Well, because they put her on fucking TV. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for this girl to get on TV. I guess she's blonde. Yeah. But, you know, we don't have royalty in this country. She's not speaking for her father. So her, her opinion is just that. 
Just her opinion. Bristol Palin is just fucking Bristol Palin. Well, it's it doesn't just, have anything to do with anything. It's just fucked up celebrity worship culture. That's It's, it's made by TMZ and these other fucking no, rags. it fucking belongs to the masses. I'm going to take it back to the same fucking place it was before. These smaller-minded people, they love this shit. And, they, A, they love not only worshiping, but hating. So they yeah. can sit around and act like they're somehow superior for going like this. I don't like that Bristol Palin. Or, I love Bristol Palin. Either way, it's the same fucking opinion to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only opinion you should have with fucking Bristol Palin's name comes up is, why would I fucking care? Why would I fucking care? You know, it'd be like commenting on some of our boss's kids. I don't know if these people even have <laughs> Jesus kids. Jesus Christ. I don't know whether they have children. Yeah. I don't know what their kids do. I don't know why that would be of interest to me. Um, you wouldn't know one way or another. Um, hi, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hi, Ron Fez. Um, wanted to talk to you about that Kim Kardashian tape. You know, all those sex tapes that come out, the Pamela Anderson, uh, Kim Kardashian, they all approve of them because there's a statute that's been in effect since 1995, uh, Title 18, Section 2257, that says if you film yourself, having sex or any kind of sexual depiction, you have to sign off that you're over 18, you have to provide a picture ID. It all comes after the Tracy Lord scandal in the mid-80s that says if you put yourself on film or photograph, um, that the law requires you have to prove your age. Otherwise, it's a felony to put out that material. You know, I heard... uh from this guy one time. It was a guy I actually met in a comedy club. And he told me that he was at this party uh, in L.A. back in the 80s. And um, everybody was, you know, there was like distributors and producers in the porn industry. And they they had Tracy Lord there. And they were all having a big party because they were just making a ton of money off this kid. Yeah. Because she knew how to make it sound like she was coming. Uh, which, believe it or not, in the porn industry, a lot of people are really bad at. I mean, you've been watching a porn before, and people went, That's it. Give me that big dick. Yeah. Yeah, I like big co-. You know, just fucking ruin it. Yeah. But Tracy Lord was had a talent for her. You didn't even need the video on. If you listened to Tracy Lord audio, you'd be fucking turned on. Yeah. Because she sounded fucking perfect she sounded like you were with somebody who was enjoying sex and why wouldn't men like that so they were all toasting their good fortune and they're toasting the birthday girl <laughs> and they're like uh, Tracy uh, how old are you today and she goes 18 she oh, fucking gave it out Jesus and uh, they apparently had something like you know 50 movies or something but only two of them that had been made that day oh, were now legal. God. Oh, my All God. All the other stuff that was out in people's Done, homes. Produced, watched. Yeah. So everybody now who either owned a tape or had a store where the tapes were, were basically a child pornography. Yeah. Because oh, you didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was no different than if you had taken a girl home from a bar, fucked her, and then you found out she was underage. You can't be like, but I met her in a bar. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, no, You man. don't understand. She had a martini in her hand. <laughs> she gave me Coke. None of that stuff matters. You're a fucking kid toucher. 
You can't get out. No jury's going to go, I see how that could happen. No, you're just fucked. There's no way around it. That's some scary fucking shit. Uh, all right, we are going to take a uh, break here. Be back in just a couple of minutes. Coming up later on today, search, search, hurry up and search is going to be played. E-Rock is going to hopefully knock Liam off that throne. We've got to do it. We've got to knock Liam off his throne. The talent department is destroying the 202 guys. So uh, later on today, make sure you're close to your computer as we play Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. What are we giving away, Hicks? Today we're giving out seasons one and two of That Girl on DVD signed by Marlon Thomas. That's, that's phenomenal. Fucking crazy. You know, here's the thing. Do you have a mom? This is the perfect fucking present for your mom. Where you're going, look, it's not like I've ignored you my whole life. I understand that when you were younger, you liked Marlo Thomas. Guess what? I got it signed. How did you get that? Don't ask me how, all right? I had to fly to New York, stand outside the building. When Phil Donahue came out, I said, excuse me, would you get your wife to sign this? And he goes, why? I go, it's for my mom. I love her so much. That's the lie you can tell your mom this year. That's the way you can be living your life. Where, obviously, your mom is ashamed of you. Yeah. You fucked up. That's going to be forgotten for one beautiful day. And that day is going to be Christmas. Back in just a couple of minutes, but something's been bothering you, Hicks? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, New York is just getting even fucking worse. And they're thinking about banning something else besides cigarettes, salt, fat. So there's so, something new in the uh, fucking Sanders. Tell me it's tourists. I wish. Because, but you no. know, I can't even get across the street now because they're holding ropes. What? Yeah, they hold strings outside oh. so that the tourists won't run no. into traffic. What the fuck? And I go like this, excuse me, I live here, I know how to dodge fucking traffic. Let me through. Uh, because the fucking tourists are playing Frogger in the middle of fucking 6th <laughs> Avenue with themselves as the frog. Alright, uh, Hicks is going to tell me something else is going to annoy me. Back in just a few minutes after the jump, it's the Ron Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show. The virus on Sirius XM. Run a Fez show. Uh, play a little bit of the Queen of Soul for you here. 
Let's call this song exactly what it is. It's rock steady. It's right there. Let's call this song exactly what it is. Rock steady. It's fucking rock steady. No sense in hiding behind a lot of words. Fuck that. Did a funky dance and dance all night. How do you live without soul, Hicks? How's that? How's that work for you? I got soul. Is, do you, or you just have that fucking aloof hipster thing that you love so much? That's part of it too. The ironic. I'm not attached to anything. Oh yeah. And when it comes to Rita Franklin, oh, I'll just make fat jokes rather no. than the fact that she's the fucking queen. No, never that. Come I on. I wonder about you. What? I seriously do. I wonder about you. You don't have to wonder anything. Gotta love Rita Franklin. Come on. I don't know. Come on. I don't know if you mean that. I or you're mean just that. being ironic. Never ironic. And why are you talking over her song? Listen to this. It was so great last night. I actually saw women taking full waters and just pouring it into their purse. Even if their cell phones were in there, they didn't care. It's fucking great. It seems to be the new uh, thing. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, all right, Hicks, you's, you got some crazy made-up thing it's not about made up. Mayor, Mayor Bloomberg that's supposed to make me mad again. It's not Mayor Bloomberg. The future president of the United States. Hopefully. What? Uh, then right. he'll leave us alone, <laughs> since New York City is not part of the United States. All right, so uh, in Suffolk County, a legislator's uh, trying to put forward that anyone 19 or younger can't buy uh, energy drinks. So Red Bulls, your fucking uh, monster energy drinks, will all be banned to anyone under 19. Dude, it's fucking speed. Call it what it is. You can't fucking... Oh, now I'm doing a rock steady. But just be <laughs> honest about it. It's no fucking different than if the kids went out and did White Crosses, Black Beauties, Christmas Trees. It's truckers. Okay. It's caffeine. It's, it's white. Then don't let yeah, them drink but, coffee. No, I don't think you can as a little kid. I don't think a little kid's allowed to sit down and drink coffee. Really? Yeah. It's it's it, that doesn't make any sense either. Then I, I, a little, like a fucking fifteen, a twelve year, say twelve year old kid can't go to Starbucks or whatever. I don't or think so. And have a coffee for himself. No, I don't think a little kid can sit down. You know. Uh, playing their little video games in their hand yeah. and drink a cup of coffee. Let's go, go black so coffee. It, it's only caffeine in these uh, drinks. There's nothing else. Uh, there's, so, like, there's like uh, taurine and maybe some ginseng, some weird, you know, chemical, chemically type thing. Why does everyone want to get that wired? Why don't you fucking chop lines like a fucking person? Why you got to act like a fucking idiot with this fucking just straight caffeine thing to your cramp? I don't think they want to go through, you know, find a Coke dealer and then, you know. They're pussies. I'm not trying to fucking tag an entire generation, uh, but they're pussies. All right, so that's your whole big thing. Well, it's 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 ridiculous. They're, they made energy drinks. Fucking can't go to nineteen year olds. No salt. No fucking smoking. This this and it, it's the rest of the and San Francisco was banning Happy Meals and people from sleeping on the street. Well, what do you want kids to do? Diet fucking twelve? What is they're it? Not they're, what, diet you're 12. not a fucking kid anymore. What do you care about them? I want them to have everything I had. What? And then grow up like you? Sure. At least have well, you are the picture of health, so I can't take that away I'm from you. I'm looking good. I'm getting the flu again. You know what? Here's the thing about you, Chris Stanley. smoking. I'm willing to bet, bet late at night, maybe mm -hmm. after that last drink, after that last smoke, oh, yeah. you just... 
after a long day of being ironic and aloof and fucking too cool for the room. I, I wouldn't say that. I think at the very last thing, you get yourself into a ball and you just sob yourself to fucking sleep. Oh, Jesus. Maybe holding on to some fucking beloved toy from when you were a child. Maybe some way of hoping that when you'll wake up, your life will be a do-over where you can fucking fix it. Maybe that's some... what I think. That's what I think happens over there. Maybe something good can happen this time around. Maybe, maybe you would have fucking done a little more with your life instead of piling up trash while everybody else was st studying. Maybe hey, you crack a book, get in the library. No, I had parties to throw. And where are those party friends of yours now? Oh, long gone. Yeah. They you know drank why? my liquor, yeah. and they fucking left. You know where they are right now? They got wives, children. Who wants a fucking wife for suburb. a kid? You're doing the back of your mind. I really think you do. A stable, yeah. healthy lifestyle. Dad's home. <laughs> hey, everybody, dad's home. <laughs> hey, <laughs> kids. You like. Kids will fucking hop into your lap and tell you, you got to be the best daddy in the whole world. You need some help with your homework tonight? Yeah. Now, I think you'd be a good dad. I don't think like you, you'll be like fucking Dave wearing camouflage in a fucking bush for a head and hiding so you can get a few moments alone. I think that you would enjoy it. I don't know. I really i am uncomfortable around children. That's because you have an urge to fucking rub their genitals. <laughs> Jesus. And that's what you're fighting at all times. Just keep fighting it. The pedophile urges? Really? I shouldn't go with them? Well, here's what I think has happened. This is why the kids are on these energy drinks. Because their moms were doing Valium in the ninth fucking month of pregnancy. Because that their parents have gotten so many fucking pharmaceutical fucking drugs pumped in their system that the kids are basically born asleep and stay asleep. Oh, Christ. If a woman's on, like, uh, antidepressants, do they stay on them or do they go off them for the pregnancy? Because won't that just fuck their brain up? you got to understand something. I don't know much about this. As soon as a woman says anything about pregnancy, I tune out immediately. Oh, okay. I don't know what happens there. Um, it's because it's all frightening thought, isn't it? I'm yeah. like, here's the thing. The weirdest thing about pregnancy, and no one ever brings it up. But every time I see a pregnant woman, I think to myself, she's got a human skeleton inside oh. of her right now. It's the bones that gross me out. And I just, I don't for a second believe that a, a, another human can appear in a, a, a different human. So obviously cannibalism Sounds has like fucking it. raised its ugly head once again. It's the only explanation, really. Uh, yeah, because... Even as a kid, when other kids would be uh, interested in fucking uh, medical books, I'm like, oh, put that away. It's really gross to me. I'm not interested in when the pussy stops becoming enjoyable and goes into fucking actual needed medical things. I'm like, no. I Don't bring up the word ovaries to me. I don't want to fucking know where they are down there. Putting septums in there and whatnot and pussy spreaders, I guess. No. Men are basically interested in the top of the box. And once it starts to get deep, mm -mm. no. No, 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 no. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Why don't you do what the Arabs do? And even if you're having your fucking time of the month, go out and sleep in a fucking garage until it's over. You know, we run down the Muslims because they steal planes and run it into our buildings. But some of the stuff that they come up with is just really fucking brilliant. Woman has her period. Get in the fucking garage, Leave. stay out there, and I'm going to be in here chasing the houseboy around. Here's oh. Joe, Joe in California. You're on the Run of Fez show. 
Hey, uh, Ron, just wanted to remind you that hopefully that pregnant woman has two skeletons inside of her. I'm not talking about her own skeleton. I mean, I know technically you want to sit there and you want to fucking judge me as the show goes along, make sure I'm grammatically correct. Uh, Joe, I don't have the education of you. You're a fucking California guy, all right? I'm sure. Where'd yeah. you go? Stanford? Yeah, I mean, yeah, most of the time. Okay, I mean, most of the time not. you went to Stanford. So, yeah, you're on top of it. I'm uneducated. Hicks is a fucking... He spent the entire time he was in college completely high. He yeah. doesn't know what happened. We don't have experts on this show. I mean, that's why we're not the ones who give Fez advice. We need you, the callers, to give them advice. Um, here's uh, Rich. Rich, you're on the run of Fez. Hey, Ron Fez, how are you? Listen, every time I see a pregnant woman, I want to kick her. And Fezzy, get well, baby. We love you. Fez is completely beloved. He's having a little bit of an off day today. He's around. He's been watching. Don't get us wrong. Um, despite other things that he could be jumping into, he's like, I want good seats for this one. I want to be up front, close, finding out what they're talking about. But apparently he had a, a locked up night last night. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I didn't ever want to uh, bring this up, but sometimes Fez goes through some anxiety problems, and Eventually. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the fucking curtain back a little bit. Um, Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, you've got it right on. The Muslims got the way. Outside the home, dress with a fucking sheet over your head. Walk ten paces behind me. Don't fucking mouth off. And when we get home, you can dress the way you want, talk the way you want, but I don't have to be publicly humiliated by you. Here's my problems, though, with the Arab. Yes, Danny, grab your coat and get out like in shame. It's not a coat, it's a sweatshirt. But here's the thing. You had the, the look like you got fucked here earlier and you forgot something and you just wanted to grab it and leave. <laughs> Just well, this is pure the, embarrassment. It's something that I've tried to avoid since even at the old XM studio. I used yeah. to be, I used to have a bad habit of leaving my shit in there, and I used yeah. to hate coming in on you guys because I felt like I was a distracting or interrupting something. So. Sometimes you would literally leave hey! shit there. Oh! the prize today you brought fez out <laughs> what do i get is it something good at least yeah yeah uh, you're gonna get it we're gonna call it you brought fez out what why did you leave the sweatshirt behind today you know what i guess i got comfortable and it was so comfortable here because i do love it here mm -hmm. i was so comfortable i was like you know what it's it's perfect this whole building is perfect mm -hmm. and i said there's no way i could have been wearing a sweatshirt this morning and i just walked out and I here's what oh. you forget you only need a sweatshirt in this building in the summer and this summer it's freezing, yeah. oh, and in the yeah. winter it's incredibly hot. Well, my my new favorite thing is uh, they finally, after all this time, they finally fixed the vent that was above right. Anthony, and that's oh, great. So ass. now you know he doesn't have to worry about being chilly. Now they face it in such a way where it just blows on me all fucking day. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I was really glad that the talent was happy with the temperature, so the AC wasn't on today. And if there was a way to shoot exhaust into your face, they would do it. <laughs> but they're so funny with the temperature; they just want to do the exact opposite. Yeah. Of what's happening outside. There's no thing of what is actually comfort. They always want to go, we're 30 degrees different than what's happening outside at all times. Well, it's very good to see you. And you it's never have to see, worry I miss about you guys. I, I feel like I never get to see you well, guys anymore. Well, it's the fucking, you know, since you guys decided we're going off at 10. Um, well, I don't think that was decided. That was actually, that was in a contract. That's contractually obligations. Right. Well, I mean, it was, <laughs> this, well, it was decided at the top. <laughs> Decided yes. at the very top. I think the I think the the notion was that if you give the fans too much show, mm -hmm. they're going to get spoiled. Right. So you always got to leave them wanting more. So you just start, just cut the show off a little more, 
And then, you know, finally, when we finally do a show that's like 45 minutes long, everyone's going to want to listen. That's how it is with podcasts. People are going, this podcast is amazing. You should listen. I'm like, yeah, well, this guy does one hour a week. We're on for 20, wasting fucking time. If you took the hour of the week out of our 20, Fez would be on it. I, I would be able to say it's still the Ron and Fez show. Uh, well, it's good to see you, It's buddy. good to see you guys, I'll too. I'll see you next time. Okay. See when you get more they're telling us. They're telling us I have to go. Yeah, you got to go. They're like, this is uh, fucking... And now, like, Sam's like, Danny's on there. I wish I was. Oh, I, I know I you weren't at Sam's wedding. No, you know, I... Uh, or not oh, Sam's. Who's the other one? Yeah, E-Rocks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I wasn't invited. Yeah. I don't know. And then you guys actually did a gig the same night. No, I, I, I didn't do anything that night, uh-huh. actually. I think Ann had a, had a Brother Joe thing in the city. Uh-huh. Uh, so you just weren't invited, huh? No, no, I, I wasn't invited. But, I mean, his close personal friends, you know, that's what a wedding is. It's for your, right, friends, it's for your friends and family. So it makes sense that, you know, guys that run other channels here were invited yeah. and things like that. All right, so there's and, a know, little... Morning little, mashup and stuff. Right. So there's a little hus. There's a no, little... No, there's no I love Eric. If I was... If, if some idiot out there ever wants to marry me and we have a wedding, yeah. I wouldn't invite Eric. I see. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just like, I don't, you know, we, we don't hate each other. We don't love each other. But right. it's just like, you know what? I don't need to spend fucking $85 on your meal. I just don't. So you, you say a wedding is buying a meal? Yeah. To me, a wedding is not for the people getting married. It's for all the, it's for the family. The and parents, all. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, yeah. if I had, if I was going to get married and I could have my way, I would just do it low key, wear a t-shirt. I don't give a fuck and just right. have some really quick five minute thing and then a party. I would like a, a wedding better if they would at least admit that it might be a mistake. Like, we're, we're caught up in this now, but we've looked at the numbers, and I don't think... Like, I, I want... Yeah, you're right. I want to... Like, the, if you're getting married, there should be somebody that may actually get up at that point and be like, you know what? They shouldn't be getting married. Yeah, no one ever does. When they go, does anybody want to talk? I, I, I would just like to say, I just want you guys to look at the statistics. This happens a lot? <laughs> what says leaving? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Well, we, we, we did the big cheer because I think that was the second sentence that he said today. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, when he came, I, No, that I was great. Mean, you pulled him out of his shell. I didn't mean to offend him or anything. No, I don't think you offended him. I think you reminded him that he has a wedding to go to. <laughs> right now in the middle of the show? Yeah, right in the middle of the show. He plans it that way. All right, buddy. I don't want right, to hold you, you here. I want you to be able to get out. But it's great to see thank you. Thank you, guys. It's uh, Danny from the ONA show. Bye, Danny. Right He's our buddy. And oh, uh, he's Chris. Chris. He's Pep. Oh, Pepper. He's Hexy Boy. Um, here's uh, Karen. Karen, you're on a fish show. Karen, we got you. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. What can we do for you? Oh, I was waiting to be put you're on. You're on the air. You're on the air. I'm Ron, and you're on the air now. Oh, Jesus, I am so sorry. I'm in the car driving here. I got you cut off. I just want to say before, <laughs> when you were talking about the girls, women, the Arab women, they have to go out when they got their periods. It's, I believe it's actually the um, strict Orthodox Jews that are like that. Well, they, well, you have to remember that the the Jews and the Muslims have a lot of things in common, just like they do with the Christians. Like, we all have the Old Testament together, and I guess this is Old Testament stuff. But I think the Orthodox Jews, they're big on clean up after, get the the bath that's important, right? Uh, I believe so, but they also, like, keep away from them. I know it's like they have to go to the mikvah or something like that, where something they really like scrub it down know. good. Oh. You know what? I am a Middle Eastern Christian, you are. 
Yeah, people have to remember that there's hundreds and thousands of Arabs that are Christians. Yeah. You know? They're either Eastern Orthodox, as in Greek Orthodox, or they're um, Melkite Catholic or Roman Catholic. Right. People seem to forget that. It doesn't that kill you when you watch all these pundits on the uh, cable news and they act like they know what the hell they're talking about? Yeah, the, uh, of course it does. It's all bananas. It's Everything in the Middle East is crazy and crazy for 5,000 years. It kills me. But you get these guys come on speaking as if they actually know. I wish that we could get into just ignoring that part of the world. Just, I don't know what they do over there. I'm not comfortable with any of those. I'm not comfortable with the Christians. I'm not comfortable with the Jews. I'm not comfortable with the Muslims. Stay over there and work out your own crazy shit and leave us alone. Well, you know what, Ron? Honestly, um, I do know what's going on in the Middle East. I happen to have inside info that I get every day straight from there. What are you saying? Jesus is coming back? Jesus coming back? The yeah. Messiah? Hell no. Of course not. I'm like you on religion. What are you kidding me? Mm. That's all a bunch of that's all a bunch of shit. We are the Messiah. We are we are nonsense. Oh, geez, there, there. The Messiah is riding with her in the car. Damn. No, 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 no. That's that's my nephew who listens to you religiously for since the beginning. You know. He is the Messiah, oh, and he's religion. here, and he's in a car right now in New York. I'm in a city. Cruising. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We are, thanks. We are in a city. Thanks so much yeah. for calling, darling. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Chris. What's up, dudes? Yeah. What up? Hey, guys. Um, I was wondering, when you got that burka on, do they, like, get a little fan under there or anything? I don't know what they do. I have no idea. I mean, how hot does it get under that thing? It's black. Like well, they also, there's fans. The, the burqa has a fan on the inside of it going straight up into your genitals. It's, they say it's very cooling. It's nice. kind of feels, it sounds good, actually. And they'll have ice yeah. balls. I love you guys. You're, you're the only show that actually I laugh out loud when I listen, so thanks. Don't, because that makes us feel bad about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the morbid show. All right, thank you. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Jason, Providence, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Good. Uh, I'd like to know, Hicks, if you were to become a father, oh. would you finally quit smoking, no. or at least, or at least switch to, to Marb Lights? Well, no, the fucking difference between lights and reds—that's bullshit. Anyway, I would, I wouldn't quit smoking. No, I, I feel like I should be a father that smokes. Not your kid. That's gonna. That's a bad example to set, don't you think? I don't care. The kid's gonna have a mind of his own fucking own. And why would he? I'm gonna be his father. He's not gonna want to fucking follow anything I do. I'm a fucking train wreck. Why would anybody want to follow what their dad did? He's going to have a, a refrigerator full of energy drinks, too, isn't he? Hell yeah, why not? I, if they're still legal. Why are we calling Hicks a bad father even before he became one? <laughs> it's just, he's, a, he's, he's bound to be, bound to be. But let's give him this. At least he doesn't have a kid to That's be the right. failure for. That's right, baby. That sounded very much like Dave. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes you're taking on a Davey oh, Mac Oh, no. I don't want to take on Davey Mac's personality. Why? Where's that? You, you don't no, like I love Davey Mac, but I'm my own person. Why can't you be fucking stuff guy? <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm the guy who just points out things and fucking stuff and you know encouraging him. That's really strange that character that you play. <laughs> it's a really odd, you know, fucking stuff. All right, it doesn't make sense, but at least it's absurd. But he shouldn't have a friend who's pointing at stuff and giving him thumbs up. That well, doesn't. Yeah, I want him to feel good about himself. Yeah, as he's fucking things. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I feel so bad for Fez. I think you should give him the next hour. When you come back from commercial, to pour his heart out and you walk out on him. See ya!
I uh, I know Fez has something to tell us today. I know that we'll get to that point sooner or later. I don't know what it is, but he was a wreck today. Yeah, he he was very very uh, fidgety in the morning and just you know on edge, right. as they say. And he's promised Rob Cross, hey, I'm gonna get in here and do stuff and all. And I today I that. said, look, I want to put the ball in your hands very early on in the show. And he's like, nope. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Now I'm sure he's got good reason. Yeah, he always does. But I was I try to give him that thing of. One of the the beauties here is like this is you know it's like being in a boxing ring. If you're in a boxing ring, you can't be thinking like, oh, what other stuff do you have to do later? You know, you got to focus on being in the boxing ring. I guess I have to go shopping and uh, not get punched in the face. Um, let's go over here to uh, Teddy in Pittsburgh. You're on Fizz. Hey, what's up, Brownie B? Ichiban for you. Ichiban. Pittsburgh Ichiban, day one that the stash retires from Pitt. Well, resigns, I guess. How long has he been there? Oh, eight years now? Yeah, eight years seems to be as long as most of these people can do it. Joe, yeah. I think Joe Paterno will be the last of the, oh, I've been there my whole life. That'll be the end of that. He was there six years. Uh, with Six, but yeah, Joe. But that's crazy. That's just you're not going to see that ever again. Not in this age of no. people getting shit canned nonstop. And no one believes that he's even coaching anymore. No one says to himself, "Oh, he's really running that." What a game plan Joe Pa came up with. So he's just basically a figurehead at this point. It's a dummy government. Yeah, it would be no different than if there was some Nittany Lion suit. You know, maybe they ought to put him in a big Nittany Lion and have him stand on the sidelines and just try to get the crowd fired up every once in a while. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, hey, Joe, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, hey, what's going on? How did that uh, Midnight Rider hat end for uh, David Mack? Um, I think you said he got 112, was it? His? I think oh, 156, was, 156. The final, was the final tally. Um, well, I hope yeah. I hope Sam won because he said he was going to go 200. So I, I hope he uh, pays up. Sam's a liar. And we all know that. Sam never put in a nickel for that. No. Yeah, you're right. Oh, well. I don't care what Danny said. Uh, he had his feelings hurt a little bit. For not going to the Iraq wedding? Yeah. I saw that. He was bringing up other places that got you know invited or whatever. Were you invited yeah. to the Iraq wedding? No, I wasn't invited to Iraq's wedding. Were you invited? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I couldn't make it, though, because it was on a weekend. I'm not a big wedding fan, and I've always been pretty honest about that. <laughs> I don't know. I would have liked to have gotten invited. But, you know, whatever. If they come up with a wedding pie, uh, it would be better for me. Well, I think, wasn't the E-Rock wedding close to Thanksgiving or something? We were out of town. Right I know it was right something. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Dave's thing was funny. But I can't always make these things. The only wedding I've gone to in 10 years, the only one I haven't turned down. I've turned down relatives' wedding. I went to <laughs> Oak's wedding. Good. Because it was in Philly, and uh, I know it would be, you know, fun to see that whole crew uh, refuse to dance. And Dave was there too, right? He was invited? Dave crashed it, oh. and he came in <laughs> and just did the ceremony and left. He didn't go to the reception. reception. But he came in, uh, drove all the way down as fast as he could from Jersey, Jesus. ran through the wedding, uh, took communion, which I don't like to get in the Catholic thing, but he had no right to that. Yeah, you have to... Um... Confe he confess, right? He didn't no, confess no. first. He just went running up there 
Hey, quick, I'm running in the back. You never saw anybody so fast with a communion. <laughs> and everybody in the place left. Just seeing him. Like, that's the thing of Dave. Is like, even when he's not in the mood to be funny and just like trying to be a person, it's, people will laugh. It comes out weird. Then what's really funny with Dave is sometimes if he thinks, I thought of a bit, people won't laugh. No. But if he goes, hey, I'm really serious about something and this matters to me, people will be on the floor. <laughs> And that's how they were at this. And it was uh, really hysterical. Well, communion waivers are delicious. I don't think so. I mean, I've never liked them that much. Oh, that, that little wine. I know I did that at least once in my life. Can't remember when, though. Bad Catholic. Do you know what's uh, up with the big cat today? I'm not sure. I mean, I just know I saw that he was, you know, upset and, uh, you know, jittery. And, you know, I just, you know, thought I'd let him be and just try to. Kind of like that that thing on the internet? Yeah. That let it be thing that's so big right now? Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break here? We got to re-catch up because we went a little far in that first hour. Back in... Oh. Just as I'm throwing it to break, Fuzz Watley comes in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just... Uh, it was a really long, panicky night, and I've dragged it into the next day. Is what's happened. Yeah, not feeling too good? No, not very good at all. Because of Hicks? No, uh, Hicks hasn't done anything. Am I supposed to fish for it? or? No, it's just, uh, you know, uh, pr problems in Florida that, um, that are being dealt with as we're talking about it. So, bad, bad times. Yeah, yeah, just some bad things going on in Florida okay. that are being taken care of. Being taken care of in a good way? Um, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. But it affects everything, huh? Yeah, it just got me going all last night, and I couldn't shake it this morning. So anything we can do today? Um, no, no, I'm just, I'm just waiting to hear some stuff from Florida, too. It's, uh, just waiting for some phone calls and stuff. Okay. All right. So you just want to chill today? No, I, I, I'll jump in. I'm, uh, well, we're already two hours in. I'm sorry. So it's odd to even say, I mean, I, um, I sure want you in, but no, I'll, I'll come in where I can. Okay. Um, that made you upset that you even said that. It sounded a little stupid to say. It's like you judge the things that you say, whether they're dumb or not. Right, yeah. It's just that I don't judge them before I say them. Mm. Only after, when I hear it uh, come out. Okay. Hicks doesn't want to be a dad. I'm going to catch up on some things. Uh, Elvis no. made some bad movies. Really bad. Uh, the listeners had a lot of bad calls about stupid boxing things. Danny stopped by. You saw him. Yeah, I saw Danny. He was alarmed when he left. Um, he thought maybe it was because of him, but he's doing good. All right, we were, I was about to go to break, uh, coming up in about 45 minutes, we're going to play our search, search, hurry up and search. That gives a chance for E-Rock to defeat Liam, and we all hope that he does, because Liam, his championship reign has turned pretty ugly. Yeah. Pretty ugly. Run rough shot. It is, and he's, oh, he's just... 
glaring down at the programming department. Yeah. Um, and there is a hateful role in that runs so deep. Yeah, it's it's just fucking nasty. I didn't know that. Hey. Because I adore that Roland. He's the best. I don't know why I even do it. Like, Roland hasn't even done anything that I would say, like, I like that guy. Some guys you just like. Yeah, definitely. He's one of them. I wish he would wear something uh, to, uh, different than a Bruce Springsteen shirt one day, though. Hey, you know, that's just his look. That's Roland. Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I just wanted to let you know that you've inspired me today. Tomorrow, I'm going to walk into my boss's office, and I'm going to tell him, I'm only going to work when I can, but I expect my full paycheck and to not be fired. All of us should only work when we can. Yeah. I think Janice Joplin put it best when she said, get it while you can. I think she was talking about the working man. Yeah, obviously. In those days. All right, we'll take a break. Back coming up very, very soon. Search, search, hurry up and search. Perfect gift for you to give your mom today for Christmas. The Marlo Thomas signed first couple seasons of That Girl. Dun, 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 dun. That Marlo Thomas is an adorable person, huh? She was wonderful. Yeah. I loved her. She looks amazing. Also. Well, you scared her because you were wearing a gun on your phone. Well, yeah, shirt. I scared her, sure. I, I didn't appreciate that. I don't know why she had, uh, a gun freaked her out so much. You never saw a gun before? Mm, no. She's against guns. Hmm. Uh, particularly one a shirt that is like violence is cool, like some of your shit goes down. Yeah, whatever. Mm. Happens. Okay. Marl has to fucking take it out on me. All right, look, I don't want you to be that surly child thing that you've got going on right surly? now. Surly? Yeah, you're kind of coming off as um, like Mike Myers' kid in that fucking movie. <laughs> Where he wouldn't put up with his dad at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. That's where you're getting yourself. Look, all I'm saying is... You didn't have enough time with your own dad. How old were you when your dad died? <laughs> I was uh, 20. You were 20. 20. 20 years old. Young. 20 years old. Well, two decades. <laughs> I was 20 years young. He says about I was only 20 years young. You know, it's the weirdest thing that happened in this country is like people wanting to get younger all the time. Mm -hmm. You know? When I remember being young, you didn't want to be too young. You were trying to say you were something. I'm, I'm four and a half. Yeah. I did the same thing. It's like, yeah, almost, you know, fucking, you know, 15, whatever the fuck. It was always a point of saying, I'm not a baby. I'm yeah. not a fucking. You, you I, can handle it? Yeah. Stop treating me like a kid while well, you're five. But then as soon as they get fucking like in their 20s, they're like, stop treating me like an adult. Come on, man. I'm not ready for this shit. Yeah. Um. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Search, search, hurry up, and search is coming up. It's the Ron and Fez Show. To the Ron and Fez Show on the virus. Period 197, XM202. Uh, G-Man, you're on Ron and Fez. Yeah, one thing that's a classic that I like is uh, Earl's slave name, Bujibi. Bujibi, what do you think of the noise? Huh? My name is not Bujibi. It is now. I thought that's what people were calling you. Oh, my friends, amazing, true. I have here for your pleasure a lemon jam boo. His jungle name by GB, but he'll answer too. Sapphire of a busy ocean booty too. The show's about to start to take the ticket off you. Oh, but GB, will you ever win? Ooh, bye, eh? Ooh, bye, oh. Down in the valley 
of the serpents of lies Long before I found them I was certain Oh my dear I the jungle bear with the machete to the fire Burn the jungle down to the dirt I Oh my dear Then the GB came flying Oh my dear Berries were crackers up the tower I load him GB, what did you see? Your eyes are as big as saucers have to take that shit and i won't and my name was not bajibi ever you should try it for a while just see how it works out fuck it run <laughs> this show that is the great bajibi uh you know missouri douglas bajibi of course is his tribal name great uh news pepper hicks for you earl douglas is i guess your mentor he was the person who brought you into this business the person you model yourself after Oh, yeah, he brought me into this. I'm not sure if I model myself. You model yourself after you're like a white Earl Douglas. You're like a young Earl. You're like an Earl without the musical love and knowledge. You're like, well, what the fuck? Uh, like an Earl who doesn't stay as late and doesn't sleep here, doesn't, hasn't figured out a way to bathe in a sink. Uh, exciting news. Earl Douglas will be at the big Fez party. He's going to make it? This weekend. And... He said, not only is he going to be there, he said, tell Fez, I'm going to rock this town and rock it inside out. Holy shit, he's coming like fucking party guy status or some yeah, shit? Yeah, he is, party guy status. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah, you tell him that. I'm going to turn that house inside out. I'm going to rock. And I go, wait a minute. Are you stray cat fucking <laughs> quoting me? And he goes, absolutely. Earl's got it in his mind that he's showing up there on Sunday as a Stray Cats rockabilly. Jesus. And I don't know, but he claims he's playing a very big bass now. What? And a big old stand-up bass. When do you have time to... Oh, I guess he's out of work. So I don't have room for a giant stand-up bass in my home. You do have room. You do have room, Fezzy. The bass is going to have to go on the balcony. Now, I know you were telling us you had a really bad night last night. Uh-huh. And you're also mad at your brother today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Pills, Pills again? No, no. It's Well, probably. He just gave me a really frightening phone call right before the show. <laughs> like that? Scary. <laughs> well, you're going to like this. Corky, is this you? Fez, I want you to fucking turn this party of yours. And believe me, right now, it's it's shit, okay? But that's all right. It's fixable shit. The same as what your hair was last week. Uh -huh. Fixable shit. This thing is going to be the world's first stand-up bass party. I need you to rent 20 stand-up basses and have some kind of video that everybody, like, teaches you how to play stand-up bass oh, okay. quick and easy. And I want you to do... For stand-up bass, what I was able to do for rock and roll when I uh, came up with that Guitar Hero game. You and came up with that? One of the guys, yeah. 
I'm not saying I fucking programmed everything, but I had the idea. Okay, like, what I, was the idea? Okay. My idea was rock and roll was good, and kids are going to like it. All right. But did you, like, come up with the... You know what? Here's the, what to do. Yeah. Follow me around like a critic, and whatever I say, I want you just to fucking comment and tear at. I'm not commenting or tearing. I'm just asking. I just was surprised. You make that, me feel bad about myself. I would. Oh, I, I apologize then. I would never want to make you feel bad about yourself. I just want to know the story behind well, the tar hero. All right, let me fucking go out on let me here and tell you what I... I got a call yesterday from my brother, and he's. And this is what he fucking said to me. Jesus. And it was scary. Sounds it. Um, Fez, am I throwing the Chinese stars off your balcony, or are we going to set up something? Do you have any kind of, like... Uh, targets that I can throw at in the bedroom when everybody comes in. Like a spinning wheel. Yeah, I wasn't planning on Speaking any... Speaking of spinning wheel, do you have any blood, sweat, and tears ready to rock at all times? No, I don't have that. Spinning wheel. Got to go around. I have to add that to the shopping list. You know what? I wish that I was like the producer or the engineer when they did that spinning wheel song. Spinning wheel. Got to go around. I wish it was my job to go like this. I just, I'm listening, I'm the producer. And then I could just do it. Alright, stop, cut, cut, cuts, let's stop it. Uh, guys, um, we're not going to put this record out, and we're going to disband the, the band. But thanks for coming in. I wish that that was, I wish that was what I could have called corrective moments of rock and roll. Where I could take some kind of time capsule back in space. And let's start it. Let's try it again one more time from the, from the top. Let's. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go around. All right, um, guys, 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 I decided I don't want to put out a song that people's uncles are going to like a lot. Uh, no, stop. Just, I don't want to hear any more. We're just not putting it out. That fast? That quickly. Oh, by the way, uh, and we forgot to plug this today, but we played the Beautiful Sleeve song. There is a way for you to get this. 202 Friends has a link. And you can download it, and it's sleeves at his best, best of the old, best of the new. It's a perfect Christmas treat for everybody. It's awesome. Pick it up off iTunes. It's his new album. It's gonna be. It's it's really awesome. It's really great. We're getting it uh, the whole uh, time. Uh, Lenny, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, it's me, Lenny. I've missed you at the turkey trot, buddy. You're not going to see me at the turkey trot. And this is a fake Lenny, just try, no. someone trying to upset me no, already no, on an already no, upsetting God. day. It's not. Don't be upset, buddy. It's okay. It's a- I'm not your buddy. Fuck you. Go away. Whoa. You're such a fucking asshole. Whoa. Buddy. Hey, Fezzy Buddy, I'm not your buddy. I do. I want nothing to do with you. Any of the fake Lennies, any of the real Lennies, any of the fake or real Chuck Wagons, any of them. I just want nothing to do with it. Quick question. Yes, Lenny Dykstra. All right, Lenny Dykstra. I, I, uh, him. Good. Got another one. Who's that? Lenny Clark. All right, I like Lenny Clark. And real quick, what about Lemmy Motorhead? 
All right, he's good. All right, so really, there's a so this whole I don't want any Lennies. No, this and sometimes the way you say Lenny, it comes off Lemmy, uh, is just absolutely not true. It's exceptions. Um, let's go to Lenny, Wyoming. Lenny, there's a Leroy. Oh. oh. Hey, Roddick, I need you, Bon Boyan, for that half partner you got. Make him a half partner. <laughs> He's only there half time, maybe. Well, you know what? There's a lot of guys that come in at half time and they kick fucking ass, don't they? What about Mike Fix last year? You know what? Yeah. Here's, look, I don't want you to listen to that guy because. I want you to consider this. You're running the wildcat offense, right? Shit. Every once in a while, I'm going to pull out. You're going to wildcat that fucker, particularly when you get within the inside the 10. And then you can be like that Christian kid who, for some reason, people still love, even though he's been in eight fucking plays this year, <laughs> and he gets the score every time. A couple goal lines. What's that city's sure. name? Uh, Tebow. Tebow. Call him what his fucking real name is, the refrigerator. He is the brand new refrigerator Perry. You are a fucking, just uh, a fucking joke, my friend. And I wish people would stop acting like you were good. You know how many times he touches the ball and then scores? Yes, because they give it to him at the one-inch line. And now he's fucking useless as a fantasy player. Yeah. Why would you draft that bum? Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Zero Fez. Um, Lenny, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I love you. Oh, God. It's like they're lining up. Ah, fat ass lady trucker. Are you just going to oh, be a annoyed on. guy today? It's just, uh, they're coming after me left and right. They're I can not, feel it. They're not, they're not coming. I'm not going to let them come after you. Just don't fall back into it. That's just lady trucker having some fun. She's just having fun. She actually likes you. I could... I uh, I know you could care less. I don't like her. I know. What do you like, Fez? What's Fezzy like? Riddler? Well, the Riddler's good, sure. But he's not going to be in that Christopher Nolan... We know. ...movie. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 Ron, zero Fez. Here's something for you, Fezzy. Uh, the Chelsea Handler thing. Uh, she came out. She's mad at people for saying that she's uh, only did an Angelina Jolie because she's friends with Jennifer Aniston. She says, I've been doing Gen- uh, Jennifer Jolie jokes in my act for over five years, ever since she made out on with her brother. Yeah, well, also, she was the one making a big deal about going to Mexico with Jennifer Aniston. So she has to realize how this is going to come across. Why would she? Do you always realize how it's going to come across the things you say on the show? Oh, never. I'm a maniac. Well, why can't we give her that same benefit? Like, she's just a crazy, you know, comic. Just a comic. Right, but it's a but when there's Jennifer Aniston gossip news one week and then this happens the next week, it just uh, just clicks together. Right, because they told you it clicks together. You know what I mean? Hold on, uh, you're right over there. I apologize. You sneezing a little fucking coke out? You're gonna lose a half a gram? Oh, that'd be terrible. I think I'm getting sick. Uh, Ryan, you're on my face. 
Hey, Fezzy, I would love to extend an invitation for you to come up here to Minnesota and do some ice fishing with me over the Christmas break. Goddamn right. There we go. What do you say? Sitting in a warm little shack together, Fez. It'd be great. You I'll and me. I'll freeze to death out there. I got if you got me there, Fez. It'd be nice and warm. It's People don't freeze to shack. death. Do you want to go ice fishing? No, I do not. I see everybody wants to pull you in today, buddy. What can we do? I see, I don't want you to get in that bad thing when you start yelling at the callers. Right. You're in an upset mood. What's going What's going on, BC? I just... Uh, what's happening with the Wildcat offense? I guess just having a little trouble running it today. You want to talk about it at all? or? Well, yeah, I guess I can talk. I've never talked about this. Don't... Are you going to go straight honesty for people, or are you going to... I mean, does that help you? Um, I don't know if it'll help me or not. I mean... What is it you want to do today? Yeah, I just have someone in Florida who's pretty sick. Right. And I know that, and we all know that. But why... My thing is, wouldn't you want that to be the time to help? Instead of making it, you know what I'm saying. Instead yeah. of taking that thing, yeah. And I'm, yeah. And I was trying to not take it, and it just in the middle of the night, it was just getting to me. I understand that, and we all deal with this stuff where you know we have people in our family who need us. But what you don't want to do to the families have them have to help two people at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? Let the, that to be. You know, that should be the thing of, how can I help? Yeah. And I know it's terrible to deal with different illness and stuff, but you don't want to go down on, on those situations. You want to be able to stand up. Yeah, so, I mean, again, and also, being like this, you know, there's a lot of guilt and shame in it, too, because I know what you're saying, mm -hmm. and I know you're absolutely right, and it's... And that's what I've tried to tell myself, and I still get caught up in my own shit, so it's... I understand that. It just... So I feel... I don't know what the word is. I feel stupid and bad about feeling bad. I get it. Did you call Joey Pants? No, I was going to call him last night, and I remembered it was his Boys and Girls Club uh, honoree Did dinner. Did you read the book? I, yeah, I've been reading through the book. Yeah. With the traditions and the steps and everything. What does it mean to you? That, um, well, uh, I guess mainly what I'm picking out of this is uh, I got no control. Um, well, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. No, no, it's, it's trying to accept that. Uh, Jeff, you're on my face. Hey, uh, Fess, this is Jeff. I think you ought to get out of your little wine-ass mood and grow up. You've got a hell of a good job. Now you're always bummed out and depressed. And I want you to come out of the closet or go get laid. Maybe that's what you need, to go get laid. That's on the agenda. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Lamont, you're on run Fez. Hey, Fezzy, my friend, stop that crying. Uh, you come down here.
here to Louisiana. If it's too cold to go ice fishing, you come down, we'll go catch some alligators in the swamps. That's nice and warm. It's lots of fun. It'll make a man out of you. Yeah, gator hunting. I, I see. I'm pretty much against hunting, so I don't think I'm gonna go try to catch a gator. Well, you just grab them with your hands, the little ones. Yeah, I'll probably end up losing a hand. You know what I like about you, Fez? You can find the fun in anything. You know what you need to do is stay home, get in that apartment. That sound good? No, that doesn't sound good either. So no matter what we say, it all sounds bad. There's no good. There's no good, Hicks. I think you can find. Yeah, I gotta start finding good and things. I know. What do you find the good in? Alcohol um, and pills. Yeah, those you know, are convenient. Cigarettes. You See, know what I'm gonna do? Uh, pick a coffin up for you now. Why? Right. You know why the prices are down? Why we're in this recession? Okay. I'm gonna have a guy come by and measure you, so I can get you the perfect one. Be nice to have that. Yeah, I'm gonna so. have it. And what I'm wanting you to do is put it on wheels, and you can just trail it around behind you like a fucking wagon. And that way, we always get a, a place to do you. <laughs> I don't want to be a burden, so. Uh, well, no, you're not. Perfect. And then sometimes I'll give you a boat paddle, and you can just sit in it and act like, cool. "Hey, look, I'm rowing." Everybody'll <laughs> laugh and stuff. I want to make it nice because you're gonna be there forever. I'm gonna get you one of those kids' coffins. Oh, I don't, don't don't put give me a kiss. Call, Who's your man. favorite, the cat guy or Star Child? I is, is there a robot involved in that band? I think they're all robots, aren't they? Aren't all kiss robots? I'm not sure. I just thought there was like a star robot. It I thought like, they were all aliens. What kind of aliens are cats? Well, like from some sort of cat planet. Wait, so they're cat robot aliens? Um, Larry, you're on running fuzz. Oh, fucked band. Hey guys, uh, I'm a driver. And I suffered from depression for a little while, and uh, I found that uh, the only thing I could control was my inner voice and how I spoke to myself and how I, uh, how I beat myself up See, or not. Do you beat yourself up, Fez? Sure. Here's what I want you to do. Replace your inner voice. And do, if, would you have to say, would you know where your inner voice is coming from? Does it seem like it's in your head? Where, where is it in your body physically? Oh, yeah, it's in the front of my head. Right in the front of your head. I want you to replace that inner voice with an inner tube and just consider yourself as having an inner tube in your brain. And I thought I'd talk to you like a fucking crazy shrink because that's, that, that's the kind of shit they do. And people go home and go like this. I, what I do is picture an inner tube in my head. So I just went that with the inner and fucking okay. take out your inner voice and replace it with an inner ear infection. Um, what we could do, Fez, is, to get your mind off this, is Hicks and I could start kicking you in the shins. Because it's really odd. When you're getting kicked in the shins, you can't think about anything else but the pain in your shins. No, I'm down. I mean, just give us the word. The, and this never comes up, because everyone's all, all my balls. But your shins are like the most exposed thing that oh. you have. You're leading with them, and then there's no muscle or fat there. <laughs> it's just... The most tightest skin. <laughs> oh, if you had a, a stomach like your shins, you'd be happy as fuck. It'd be fucking great. No, this you would shit have a, is dangerous. Because yeah. and but there's no protection there at all. Um, let's go over to Charlie. You're on Fez. Hey, Fez. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. What can we hey. do for you? Hey. Hey, have you ever thought about not going back down to Florida and maybe spend the holidays working in a 
you know, a soup kitchen or, or the left Yeah, the soup kitchen. Volunteer your time. How many times have you worked in a soup kitchen, Fez? Um, just one time. Just once. What are you talking about? I never heard this. What? Oh, it was a year. It was years and years ago. What I got? Want me to get a pair of pliers pulled out of you? No, it's just something the church had done, and oh, we forced into it. Well, yeah, I think as I look back, probably yes. Um. By the way, if I was a bomb on the street, I'd go in the soup kitchen and go like this. Seriously, you got anything besides soup? Um. I know I'm homeless, and I don't have a right to ask for a lot, but I'd like something besides appetizers. Sick of liquid. Is there any kind of meat I could have? A hot dog back there? Because soup doesn't make me feel better about myself. <laughs> um, you know, I had some soup earlier. Is there a dessert kitchen around here at all where maybe there's a brownie, just a scoop of ice cream, even a little pudding? Maybe a little pudding. Be nice. Um, and that's how I plan on making my money. Uh, I'm going to open up really great places for the homeless to eat. Wait, they're not going to have any money to pay for it, though. Oh, they don't have money? What are they fucking panhandling about? Why don't you hand me some of that? Give me some of those quarters that, you know, I, I saw some of the other day. I, I like the people who are too exhausted. To ask, they just have a sign in front of them. Oh, yeah. Like, help me, I'm homeless. And this, you know, like, I'm too fucking tired to it's ask. Beats. I'm just going to put a sign here. But the, uh, this guy, and this is brilliant, instead of wearing gloves, he had a couple socks there. Was, he was holding up his sign. Oh, shit. With just like sock hands. And I would just watch people from the Midwest but go, let me give you some money. At least get gloves. That way, at least you'll have gloves. The signs are always very well printed, too. Well, they want people like any sign. You want you don't want anybody to go buy your business and not know what it's about. These are businesses. Uh, Jr. You're on Fez. Hey guys, uh, Fezzy, I'm calling for you, man. Um, I I listen to the show every day religiously, and Fezzy, I I I go through it. You go every day uh, through every day. I was out of work last year for a couple months, and I I feel for you. And and I know everyone always tells you one day at a time, all this other stuff. But man, I. I just hope you can get help, man, because I know exactly what you're going through. At my worst time, I just didn't want to go on. And uh, I love listening to you. Um, you know, it's one of those things, everybody goes through stuff, but the people that don't actually go through what you're going through, they don't understand. They make fun of it, or they think you can just, like that last call, or a couple callers ago, is just saying, you know, just, just pick yourself up, just feel better. It's not that easy. Right. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not kidding you, man. It's, 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 I feel for you, man. You're I not, it, what, what, that, what you cringed about, Fez, is you're deflecting. You're not connecting with this man. No. Why not? No, I understand what he says, but I just, it's just this another thing that I worry about where I don't, I come and I do this on the on the show, and then people feel obligated to try to help me, which is really nice, but it just makes me more wound up. It makes me more nervous. I understand. Now you're nervous now? Yeah. Well, a lot of, you see, it's a human instinct. If you come in, you bring up your problems. Right. I, people feel like, well, I need to do something. Um, you can't be surprised. When you hear bad news, you feel affected. When people see you in pain and hear you in pain like this, I, I'm I'm going to 
I'm going to share something I've never shared before on the air. And I don't like to be overly fucking honest. And I don't okay. like to get into that whole thing. Uh, but I'm an alcoholic and an addict. And that's still to this day not easy for me to say. And I remember hearing the one day at a time thing like that guy just said to you. And I said to myself, okay, it's one day at a time. If I can just be for better today, it's just one day. But then it was almost like a light went off in my head and said, I'm going to make it. And really, it's fucking hard for me even to say this. I said, I'm going to make it two days at a time instead of the one day at a time like these other drunk losers, two days at a time. And if I can do that, then I can start making it a week at a time. And fucking, I'm up to right now, on any given day, making it 10 years at a time. Holy shit. All right? 2020, I'm fucking totally rocking. I'm fucking sober, moving this around, making that fucking happen. I'm not making a big... I have a, In 2020, I have a chain of dance studios. What? That's how fucking strong I am with my sobriety. So, yeah. Call me names. We'll see in 2020 where if your fucking kid wants to dance anywhere in this country, cash is going in Ronnie B's fucking pocket. And I'm also going, I've got this n new fucking thing that I'm running a commercial that says, if you can't dance, you're lower than a retard. So I'm going to force those kids to dance. And I did that, Fez, by taking the one day at a time, expanding on it, moving it. Kicking its fucking ass. That commercial is going to run 10 years from now or is it running now? I don't know because it's very hard for me in the space-time continuum to see where it happens. I just know it's going to happen. All right. Um, here's Kevin. Kevin, you're on running Fez. Uh, Fez, have you ever been tested for uh, low testosterone? Because that really... Yeah, Fez, have you? Yes, uh, I've, I've mentioned that. I've been tested quite a few times for that. All right, well, scratch that. Love the show, guys. You should Thanks. say it every day because it comes up every day with you. This is the the newest craze. Well, Eddie Side Lima's got a lot of funny fucking jokes. He just wrote, remove your inner voice and replace it with a VHS copy of Inner Space. What am I doing wasting time? Why isn't fucking Eastside Lima sitting in here with me? Why doesn't he come by and do the show with me one day? All right, let's try to work that out. Let me try. There is no try here. That's going to get fucking worked out, Ronnie B. See? Don't worry about That's it. it. That's it. See where there you're you go. going with this? Done. You know what? When you say don't worry about it, now I don't have to worry about it. There you go. Because the boy in the coffin is fucking fixed. Well, it. not in it yet. I want you to take it around with you. I want you to pull it behind you like a little red wagon. Okay. Um, Nick, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ronnie, you, uh, you touched me with that one day at a time story. I, I, I've got similar issues with drinking, and uh, I try to take it one day at a time, but just looking at Mackenzie Phillips at 30 minutes out of whack, I well, First of all, let me just tell drinking. you something, though, about one day at a time. People forget the work that Bonnie Franklin did, all right, in that film, where she would, at the end of the episode, look into a mirror and say, I'm scared. I don't know how to fix this. I'm scared. Um, Robert, New Mexico, you're on my first. 
Hey, Fez. I just had a question, man. Do you ever, like, consider taking time off, you know? Because when I go to work and I have problems, I can't function right, man. So I kind of praise you for, you know, going to work and at least trying. You know? I don't know. Just something to throw out there. All right, thanks. Thanks what? You didn't understand him? No. Do you understand the callers, buddy? I... I think I do, and then I realize I don't. Chap Smith basketball, Fez. Chap Smith basketball, you familiar with it? No. It's a quadrant of celestial work that's being done right now in the Chap Smith world. Now, at different uh, intersections and life dynamics, you're able to... Are you following any of this? No. No, I'm not understanding it. But I gave you the book. You did? Because I'm making all this up. It's just fucking crazy talk. It's the kind of stuff that we would do as a goof. My point is this. You take things too seriously. Anything I say is by design bullshit. Okay? I don't want... If Hicks came in here with a fucking coffin pulling along as a wagon, I would tell him to stop. I would say, look, you're taking the show too seriously. You know what I'm saying? Um, my point is that I have a... A little fun in your life. Um, Nate, Maine, you're in my Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fezzy, have you ever tried taking St. John's wort? Yeah, I, uh, that's been on the long laundry list of things I've tried. It, um, it actually, if this is uh, even possible, it made me cry more. Kevin, you're on the Run Fez Show. Kevin. Hey, afternoon, boys. How's everything? Good. Fezzy, I'm not here to offer advice to you. I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, there's a lot of us out here that still listen and still love you, regardless of, of how your day is going. You still are entertaining to us. Keep doing what you're doing. I, uh, I know about depression. Last year, uh, my wife, 27, died of breast cancer and left me with a three-year-old. And it's not, I don't, I'm with Ronnie on this one. It's not day by day. It's you do what you, whatever you can. If it's week by week, hour by hour, day by day, whatever you got to do to get by. But, you know, you're still entertaining. We still love you out here. And uh, I appreciate every day when you come into work and entertain me. That's it. All right. Thanks, man. Take, take, take care. care. Sorry about your wife. Oh, that was odd. That was a little cringy. Oh, yeah. Sorry about your wife. She's gone Here's, mm, I pay the devil to replace her. What I like to do, Fizz, when people come to me with problems, I like to ignore them. And I will bring up sports or just pop culture, songs I like, yeah. movies I've seen. I find humans unrelatable and, quite frankly, intolerable. You know, one of the things that helped me through the years, Fez, maybe it'll help you with Scientology. Uh, I live in a Scientology hotel. I'm clear now. Oh. I'm at the highest level. No more Thetans? No, I don't have any Thetans. Shit. I can never get clear. My last Theton was Patricia Heaton. And that was <laughs> fucking crazy. She's a stubborn one. Fez, have you ever uh, had your glutens checked? Have you ever uh, had light therapy? Have you ever 
at St. John's Ward? Have you ever tried an enema? Have you ever gotten off sugar? Have you ever tried a vitamin? Have you ever thought about getting outside your head and into a soup kitchen? Have you ever tried just going to a play? Have you ever... Um... Most of those, yes. I don't think he's tried any of them. I know he'll take the pills if they give them to him. Yeah, pills. But none of the outside stuff has he ever done. What play have you gone to? I've done. I've gone to some children's theater on Roosevelt Island. That's sick. Seriously. Yeah, it's disturbing. Jerking off at a fucking kid's puppet show. Here's a puppet for you. You know, drawing a smiley face on the end of your dick and said, who wants to kiss Uncle Leo is fucking wrong. Look, kids, it's the bald-headed king from fucking Prussia. I threw a King of Prussia reference in there. Uh, do we have our players coming in for search, search? Hurry up and search. Uh, let's bring in, and I know he's got his own theme music, the returning champion, Liam. A gold lame suit? Yeah. What? How do you make the smoke shoot out of your shoes when you come walking in here? <laughs> well, actually, look at that. This is hope, hope right there. Yeah. You wear hope on your chest, I hope do. on your heart. Liam, you caught us in a, a kind of an odd day. Fez is having a bad day today. I heard. I saw the phone lines lit up. Yeah. I'm sorry, Fez. How you I, doing? <laughs> That's nice. Okay. That's nice. I heard Steve Leeds paid you a compliment yesterday. He said well, you look nice. Oh! Oh, yeah, he liked the shirt I was wearing in my haircut. Oh, yeah. He said the, the season's treating you well or something like oh, that. Oh, I, I didn't hear that part. Wow. He must be That's spreading it around. Me. Time for my page five. Seems like faggy hall, hall, uh, hall talk is up for a buzz <laughs> as Steve Leeds hits on Fez Watley. I haven't uh, seen Leeds lately. Does he still like the 70s? He is. Yeah, yeah. he's a big fan. 70s were great. Well, we booked Wavy Gravy for you. Oh, wow. I, you know what? I didn't even want to say it on the air because I never know if it could happen. <laughs> I never trust the talent department I'm enough. I'm sorry, Ronnie. That's why I didn't announce today's uh, guest and then bitch at the talent department. My apologies. But I am so stoked the fact that I get Wavy Gravy and Kathleen from the Bronx on the same weekend. <laughs> Makes this my perfect Grateful Dead slash Hog Farm weekend I've ever had. <laughs> that was Wavy Gravy, another guy you never heard of? Uh, no, he I've, he I've had him up a few times for the Grateful Dead channel. He walks a fish on a leash. Really yes, weird guy. Yes, he's amusing. Yes, he is. He is amusing. He has his own ice cream flavor, too, right? I think, yeah, he does. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. And at some point, I'm going to get Fez to... Tell him that he feels bad and say if he'll hug Fez. What I'm going to do now is with every guest to see if I can't get them to hug Fez. Could happen. Um, well, let's bring in uh, the person who was actually furious at you yesterday. Let's bring in the man who says he will win and represent the ONA show, Iraq. Yeah. Yay! Come on, man. Where's his theme song? Doesn't look like uh, Iraq. Where is he? Here. No. Yeah. What happened? Wait, are you seriously not here? Yeah, Iraq. Pussy. Iraq. Wow. Uh, Pussy. Ducked out. Okay. Oh, Iraq. Yeah. Is he that nervous? He That's left crazy. the building. He's not here. No, he. And he talked a lot of smack yesterday. I heard after I left the studio. He did. Yeah. He was furious, and he said, 
Count on this. I'm going to do it. What a jerk. Um, Boy, do they hate you guys. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know that. It's true? Yeah. <laughs> um, rock. Mainly you and then the rest of the town. There's no mainly, I guess. It's all yeah, of them. it's all of us. Um, well, here's the thing. We do know that you guys never wanted us to come over. That's true. You never want to accept the XM. You remember the days when XM used to just barrel you guys into the turf. Right. We used so, to fight you. Yeah. Well, a fight by fight, I mean laying down and take it. Yeah, I do remember those days. <laughs> and they said something about the Ron and Fez show. I was like, who is that? I don't even know yeah, what's going well, on. Well, to call and ask Jeremy, the vice president who the Ron and Fez show is. <laughs> he tried to get us in the series first. Oh, yeah? But let's just say XM made us a serious offer. Oh. No, our um, it was actually hard feelings at first because our our agent was like, "Let me do the fastest, easiest thing I can do without even checking." So he kind of signed us with XM without checking with Sirius, and Jeremy was a little mad at first. Wow, that's good to know. No idea. You have no idea because you don't know what happens in this business. That's true. It's you, you know who Wavy Gravy is, and that Dick <laughs> Cavett is a, a ghost to you. No clue. Johnny Carson? That's that's Dick Cavett. You didn't know who Springsteen was the other night. <laughs> he walked in, and I was like, who are you again? He, he actually went like this. Hello, Mr. Springsteen. Uh, let me get on the elevator with you. It's always a Liam's job to ride up the elevator with people. That's true. Sting ignored me in the elevator. Who's the biggest star you've been in the elevator with? Paul McCartney. Just you and Paul, just the two of you? Uh, and his manager, slash, like, assistant. Were you thrilled, or you don't give a shit? It You're... was pretty cool. It was yeah. pretty cool. We got bombarded out in front of the building with people who had LPs that they wanted to get signed, and I kind of acted as security for <laughs> Did Paul. they know that he was coming in? Uh, yeah, because, like, some of the live shows had announced that he was coming in the last time. Wow. Yeah, so they knew he was coming in, and there were just, there was, like, a hundred people outside. It's very weird with that. I remember one time we were working in New York, and uh, Eddie Trunkhead and Gene Simmons... And, I, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I, I left, and there was just these weird, like, kiss zombies yeah. out front. And when the door <laughs> opened up, they all started to come at me like, and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah, Eddie brings the crowds, yeah. man. And I, I said to myself, I go, I'm going to stand back and watch this. And when Gene Simmons came out, he never broke stride, but he would sign things as he Crazy. walked yeah, to get in the car. And it just looked like a terrible thing to be. To yeah. be like a big oh, rock star Jesus. like that, you know? Well, funny story. What The night that Springsteen came up here, Def Leppard also came up. Mm -hmm. 20, 30 people downstairs for Def Leppard. No one for Springsteen. Is that right? Yeah. Everyone who was downstairs, it was a crowd. We were like, oh, somebody found out that Springsteen's here. All Def Leppard fans for Eddie Trunk's show. See? Def Leppard. And Eddie's been trying to tell people for years that that fucking music is important. They never listen to him. That's true. Well, look at the fuck. Look at his TV show. Yeah. Fuck him now. He's the, um... I got from Eddie Trunk, I didn't remember a Def Leppard thing. He got me a signed arm from the drummer. <laughs> Actual severed arm? Here, That's it was. Cool. Now, here's what uh, made me mad. It was a real arm, but Eddie had faked a signature on there, so now it's worthless. <laughs> it's completely worthless. The fuck. So, who am I going to go against today if E Rock's Who do we got here? if E Rock's not here? I was able to get a replacement. Yeah. It's Tom the intern from Tom the intern. Tom the intern. Tom, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Tom, let me just say something. You now represent the program department, 202, ONA. All the pressure is on you. I know. Uh, E-Rock was sh left shaking in his boots. <laughs> I, Wait, you are the stop. only intern I've ever heard that's got a better voice than the people on the air. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a radio voice. And the rest of us are like this. You know what I like to do for a living? Talk on the radio. We sound terrible. 
That's why I like to stand next to Hicks. He screams. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're like, go. Ronnie yeah, B yeah. is smooth. I never heard you curse before, Liam. It's amazing. Sorry, I was, I was, it was Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a great impression. I loved it. <laughs> Liam, this will be your fourth contest. It will be. All right, it's time to play Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search! How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search! What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search! It's everyone's favorite game show! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search, hurry up and search! search, search, hurry up and search. It's exciting. Search, search, hurry up and search! Alright, Tom, first of all, welcome to the show. It's your first time on with us, right? Yes, it is. I will tell you this, I never say this to interns. You got a future. I can feel it right now. There's Thank something you. about you. I don't know what it is. Uh, Liam, you're already on top of the world. I'm feeling good. You and Paul McCartney in a... Fazzy, look, we're all here. Mm-hmm. Look at us while we're doing the show. Just, I just want to feel like you're in the room. If, Fez, if you were on a elevator with Paul McCartney, it was going up, would you try to stop it and blow him? Or just <laughs> let him go all the way to the top? I would probably let him get to his destination. Then you miss, seriously, the story of a lifetime. Because you'll be at the dinner and you go like this. You know, no one's paying attention to you and then go like this one time. Did I ever tell you about the time I blew Paul McCartney on an elevator? What? People would be like, (laughs) you must tell. You must tell that story. All right. Here we go. This story, this question is based... On Sirius XM. And here you go. What are the names for all the Sirius XM holiday music channels for 2010? What are the names for all the Sirius XM music channels for 2010? It's time to search, search, hurry up and search. Search, hurry up and search, search, search. I'm embarrassed that Liam doesn't know this off the top of his head. I kind of do, but I'm just one that I'm unsure about. You want to check? Search. Yeah, this is what I'm unsure about. Search. Search. Hurry up and search. 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 Hurry up and search. 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 Hurry up and search. 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 Hurry up and search. 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 Hurry up and search. All right, we got an answer. It came in from Liam. Let's do it. I've got Holly. Great channel. Holiday Traditions. Yes. Uh, holiday Pops, Country Christmas, and then uh, Radio Hanukkah is the other holiday channel. Oh, that was supposed to be the little trick. I can't stop, guys. Let me just say, I know, you are. That's four in a row? It is. Let me just say this, Tom. This is one of those things like what happened to Mark Wahlberg in the trailer. You weren't expecting. (laughs) You weren't prepared for this. So if there's ever any chance we can give you another shot, I'd like you in here. But to let you know in advance. Yeah. So you can prep your course of... uh... Liam here. That's what's going on. That kid's got a future. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what you saw here today. (laughs) Uh, Liam, four in a row. You are the champion. And by the way, that's not only a record for the Ron and Fez show. That's a world record right now for Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. Four in a row. Can't be done. Someone's got to take me on. Someone, somewhere. Congratulations to you, buddy. So uh, a little later on, we'll uh, announce the Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search winner. And what a prize they won, Hicks. They got seasons one and two of That Girl on DVD signed by Marlo Thomas herself. That Girl. 
amazing prize. All right, uh, back in just a couple of minutes. And Fez, why don't we talk about what you should be doing with your free time, what kind of vitamins you should be taking, and what books you should be reading, and what would be a good way for your diet and stuff like that. All right? Try to straighten you out so tomorrow you're in here and rocking this place. I think they might have already covered that. Okay, so that's wrong. What would you like to cover then? Um, I have a library issue to bring up. Again? All right. I love that. Fez is going to uh, talk about the library. We'll be right back. We're out of Fez Show. The Virus. Sirius 197, XM202. Ron and Fez. Watch Comet McNaught as it raced with the sun. A friend drove up and told me his sad day was done. He'd been choked out as Bob Backlund and then burned by a star. Watch the Comet drank some water. XM played in the car Take everything you feel And just let it go free Look deeper and deeper Till there's nothing to see If you're angry Friend, you just wanna die. Follow Carmen McNaught. Shoot that shit to the sky. They tried to save him with a vengeance down at FBA. Naked typing girls can't do it well I won't try big A Sad, sad He's got his hat in his hand The hot sauce leaking on his hot dog stand Razzle dazzle Who could it be? Cowbell toes the last time and it toes for thee Do not go gentle to that good night Shoot that shit through the night 
one of the few East Side Dave uh, songs that can make you shed a tear. There's not all of them make you cry, but that one it just makes you think about East Side Dave. Oh, yeah. Just raging. Uh, by the way, if you want to pick up any of these songs, as well as Christmas songs, there's a great uh, place to do it on iTunes. You have iTunes and go to RadioGhost.com. That's uh, what I do. That's right, yeah. I go to RadioGhost.com. Tourniquets and Windmills, that's the new album. Love it. Pick it up from sleeves. Tourniquets <laughs> and Windmills, it's the new album. <laughs> Tourniquet and Windmills, it's the new album. Uh, very, very sad, uh, sad spy report here. We talked earlier in the week. Spy report. Spy report. About the Queen of Soul having an operation that she wanted to, uh, I guess, keep quiet. The news people put it out, though, um, that the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, does have uh, cancer, and it's pancreatic cancer. And uh, here's what she had to say. The, the surgery was highly successful. God is still in control. I had superb doctors and nurses who were blessed by all the prayers of the city and the country. God bless you all for your prayers. The Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin. Um, I wonder if she even signed it, like the Queen of Soul. I hope she did. I hope she just signed stuff. I'm the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin. It was so odd, too, because we played um, Rock Steady today, and we're just loving it. I heard it last night, um, which is one of those... It wasn't one a monster hit for her. I mean, it's you know a yeah. song that some people know, some people don't know, but she's just unbelievable. And uh, you know, to read this, it's just mm, sometimes that news is bad news. Um, let's go over here to Justin. Your manifest. Hey, Mister B. Uh, Fez, what did you do to prepare for the party on Sunday after the show ended yesterday? From now till then, see ya. Every day, are you working on the party? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the party coming up this Sunday. So I've got some party favors, some parting gifts ordered that are coming in. It's got to be the best party ever. Ever. That's what I'm. That's uh, that's a concern of mine because I'm New not York a City is known for having the best parties in history. Some of the parties. Are, are infamous. People know about them forever. And I'm not a party thrower by habit. It's been a long time since I've had people over. Fez, you said you wanted to talk to us about libraries. Well, there's a Texas woman who is in jail mm -hmm. because uh, she's not returned some library books. She has fines uh, over $200, so they had her jailed. And this is really the library's own fault. You don't see Blockbuster or Netflix uh, end up jailing people because they've kept a DVD out too long. And that's simply because of a little habit Go ahead. that these companies take credit card information. You hate libraries. I am no fan of a library. So it's when they, when they act, uh, when they... Get so big, we have to have this person jailed because we didn't get our books back. I want you to understand something, right? You know why the library doesn't ask for a credit card? Why is that? It's not a business. It's public property. Not everyone in this country, Fez, has a credit card 
Not everyone in this country can order Netflix. It's for everyone. It's a place where poor people can go in this country and educate themselves, as well as wealthy people. Whoever wants to go in there has access to books. You don't understand this because you, like myself, came up in a middle-class family where we never worried that much about money or food and stuff like this. There are uh, places for people to go to get knowledge for free. Now, the reason why they, the guy went to jail is because it's public property in the same way that you can go to jail for not paying parking tickets or destroying a bush in the park. It's a completely different thing. It's not Netflix. The library is not there to make money. This is a good thing. I know you don't like libraries, but you also have to remember it's just not your circumstances. There are people out there, um, and this is going to shock you, that aren't you, that didn't have your circumstances. So I hope we keep libraries forever. Um, I'm proud. I'm proud that we have libraries in this country, and I hope we keep them up, and it's becoming more and more difficult to uh, keep them. Uh, Casper, you're on the Run of show. Hey, guys. I know it's been a while since Ted's had a party, so what do you think about a soft opening on Saturday to work the kinks out? It's actually been 15 years. A soft opening is what we do in the restaurant business, Fez. You'll have a couple of people over, get the hors d'oeuvres out. Um, have you hired people as, like, a wait staff? No, no. I figured this would we would have, you know, platters and, and food out, and people would help themselves. Oh, God. What happens when you leave platters of food out? The food immediately starts to go bad. Oh, okay. Is this a fucking wonderful party? Or is this, uh, the food is sitting here all night, go eat it whenever. Because Lord knows cheese doesn't go, uh, you know, no. cheese isn't going to start and smell up the apartment. You're just going to leave hoagies sitting out? Well, I, I figured they would be wrapped and then people could go and get them. Wrapped in what? Aren't they wrapped in paper? Oh, paper keeps things uh, cold. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Look, here's the deal, Fez. You need attractive young people wearing nothing but black and white to bring stuff around. If you were smart, you'd have a couple of people naked acting like there's statues at different places and hit them with different kind of colored lights. Um, it's going to be exciting for you. Bill, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, I, I was just curious. Um, did Fez get a chance to get the Wi-Fi connection up and running yesterday? That I'm having a little trouble with. That I'm, tr I'm still trying to figure out. Do you know how many people wrote to me and said the first day that we came up with having this, I asked you about Wi-Fi connection, and you said it would be done? That was the first question, and like 50 people wrote to me yesterday and said, go back to this date and pull it. And I go, I'm not even going to bother that. But that was my initial question because I know we all watch the games now with a laptop yeah. in front of us so we can see how our players are doing. This is fantasy. You've got to understand something. I'm playing Kathleen from the Bronx. Oof. Nobody's better. The fact that you're having her there before everyone else Not kind good. of infuriates me because now I know where you're standing in this thing. But whatever. We all have our favorites. But it's gotten into my kitchen a little bit. Oh, God. Well, I took care of the keg, Ron. I put the order in. You did put it in? I put the order in, yeah. And where's the keg going in the house? 
I'm thinking the keg is going in uh, one of the rooms. It's probably the best place for it. Well, they, everywhere there is a room. So what is one? Everything is so vague. Either we're working on it or it's going in. Now, I'm going to put it in a room. It's going in the spare room. Okay. The spare room where your computer is. Right. So everything now takes place in the other room away from the main area. Why don't we put it on the uh, balcony? Are you familiar with chi at all? Well, oh. it's going to be 28 fucking degrees or something Keep this it weekend. Cold. Oh, that is a good idea. We probably but wouldn't need ice. The problem with them would be, do you want that door open all night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's called, yeah. All what right. time's the keg arriving? Um, I, I put 3 o'clock. Just get mm. there early, just, you know. Are you going to let Fez tap it? Because if you Don't do... No, I'm tapping it. Because you're going to be fucking <laughs> drinking a lot of air. I ain't letting anyone tap me. Um, do you get the library thing at all, though, Fez? Well, I understand you, what you're saying, but... Thank you. When I was saying it, I wasn't thinking that they would charge people on their credit cards. Poor people don't have credit cards. Nope. Do you get that? Does Six yeah. have a credit card? Did you I, know I that? That's amazing to you, right? That yeah. Hicks doesn't have a credit card? Because you only see the world through your own eyes. It's crazy to have a credit card. I'm 27. You only see the world through your own eyes. 13-year-old kids go to libraries, and they read, and they discover books. And they read books about, hey, how do I handle stress? How do I get out of things? How do I you know, feel good, work on things? There's all kinds of things in those libraries. That thing that you turn your head on and you go, there's no answers? You'd be surprised how many of them in books. Now, I've been known that you've been recommended a lot of books, right? Mm-hmm. It's best not to read them. And then hate the people who do. Um, Eric, run a Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, are you? is there going to be a cover charge? And did you get uh, enough chairs? And uh, did you bug bomb your apartment? Well, the apartment doesn't need to be bug bombed. Well, after. We're bug free there. After. Um, little trouble with the chairs, my chair connection. I thought uh, I had chairs all set. By chair connection, you mean a store? No, no, no. That was a place where I was going to get chairs from in my building. Are they hot? That fell through. So I'm back to square one with chair one. But you... there will be chairs, there'll be plenty of places to sit. What about Ikea? You know that our friend Blowhard is ill and he needs a special chair. Right. Him, I, I believe I may have Blowhard covered. I'm not sure. So that, uh, that is another thing. That's actually harder than getting chairs for everybody. So I'm, I still have to make sure that this chair is what he exactly needs. This is a good, honest assessment, Fess. It's much appreciated. I feel like you're getting the information out there. Um... 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Sean, Alabama, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron, nobody's going to eat all this goddamn food out with this cat running around, hairballs and the hoagies. I am a little nervous about the person with the food getting there first instead of last. Instead of fresh food, here's stale food. I mean, she's already traveling a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, she should be She should be coming up the rear. Come on, she should not be there first. Sounds crazy. Fez, is, should we even do this because, and again, I know this has been a, a stressful thing for you, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mikey Boy has offered to let us do this in Tribeca. Wow. It's a beautiful view of the Hudson River. That's classy. And when you look to the south, you can see the Statue of Liberty. <sighs> that sounds beautiful. Thank you, Mikey Boy. You want to move it to Mikey Boys? No, no, no. I want to host this party. I want to do this. The two things that you want to hold on to, seems like this party and Unmasked. And everybody else is saying to you, are you sure? You don't seem to be happy about it. Did you get all your cameras taken care of today? Um, n no, I didn't get that done. Here's what you have to ask yourself on a daily basis. Did I solve the, the, the problems ahead of me? Do you look at life that way, Hicks? I try to get through every day one day at a time. Do what I do. I mean, start out getting it done two days at a time. Okay. And then three. I should have learned and that. And now today. where I'm going, I get things done ten years at a time. All right? And that's why I'm better than everybody else out there trying to kick stuff. And that's why in ten years, I will have 100% of the dance studios in the United States of Jesus. America. And then... The fucking cha-cha-cha will be back whether you people want it or not. Because I'm the fucking emperor of dance, and I state the type of dance that gets fucking done. Period. If not, I'll fucking close the doors on every one of these places. Wait, so this is happening now? Cha-cha-cha? Um, no, ten years from now. Oh. By the way, it's a Philly food thing, right? Right. Did you get shirts that say G yet? No, I haven't. Very big in Philly. Uh, Jeet yet, no Jew. That's the way I grew up. Jeet yet means did you eat yet. Right. Jew means no, did you. Um, Queen Elizabeth thinks that if Blowhard's getting his own chair, that I should get a throne to sit upon. Um, let's go over here right now to... AJ, you're on Runafez. Hey, Ron, I got two questions for you, buddy. Yeah. Num number one, could, could we really expect Fez to understand the concept of libraries when the guy's got 15 credit cards and could have a Netflix account for every homeless person that comes in there? It is difficult for him to, to get through, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but Fez, one of the things that he goes through is that he only sees his point of view of the world. Yeah. Now, that is one way to see one view of the world and I can understand if you think well I I don't care about other things but at that same time then you can't make a judgment on things like libraries now we've been on the air now for 10 years and for 10 years we fought over libraries Fez doesn't read no. he hates it and thinks that the libraries are snooty places but if you ask them he goes no I've never been to a library again I'm not at the point where I need to go and get library books, but I see it as good for society that people can do that. You know, if, if you've ever had a kid in college, you can see, um, what did your books cost? In any Holy point? shit. Um, hundreds, it's a big, it's like $500 for books. That's right. low end. Yeah, so there, there are, you know, there are books that you can buy, but then there's tremendous things that you can go to at the library that are free, and you wouldn't be able to afford these books. Or in the terms of our New York Public Library, there's a map collection that is literally priceless. A New York Public Library also has uh, paintings sometimes. I actually saw the On the Road, the big, you know how he tied it into that big sheet and typed the whole thing yeah. all the way through? That thing was laid out That's at the New York Public Library. Crazy. 
I was fucking teared up like a kid when I walked into the public library and just saw it sitting out there. So, yeah, at different points in my life, I was glad to have a library to go into. Um, Steve, you're on my Fez. Hey, guys. Fezzy, I know it's going to be uncomfortable to go to one, but go to a funeral parlor and rent some chairs. They will rent them. All right, a funeral parlor. I had never thought of that. I know most people don't, but that's one of the places because they always have extra chairs. They always have folding Wait a minute, you chairs. expect us to sit on folding chairs? Well, not not particularly you, Ron, but... I don't want to... I'm not going to sit around if I have to see everyone else sitting on folding chairs like we're at a fucking viewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a step off from a fucking milk crate. You're the one who uh, had the, is having the keg delivered? Yeah, rolling rock. Call them style. back, have them deliver it to Mikey Boy's okay. apartment. Okay, all right. I'll no, this is going to be my place. I'm going to take the stress off you. Going to Mikey Boys. I'll give him a call. How much sleep did you get last night? Um, maybe like a, an hour and a half. Do you think maybe you need less sleep? No, I think probably more would be good for me if I could get myself to fall asleep. What helps me is I'm trying to get to sleep. If I hear like even the slightest movement, I try to imagine that it's Viet Cong. And they've somehow broken the perimeter and they're inside with us. That's relaxing to you? I didn't say relaxing. I like to fucking stay on edge. I'm different than you. Fez, how many days in a row do you think you cried? Oh, I'm probably on a good seven at this point. All right, so you're beating Liam. And thanks for the honest answer. Instead of masking it or blowing it out of proportion... We lay it out there tight and easy. Hicks, how about you? How many days in a row have you cried? Zero. All right, then I'm going to try to get one with you. Okay. All right, see if I can make you cry. Right. There's not going to be any beer at this party. Oh. Serious? And there's no smoking in Fuzz's building. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> see, this is the fucking funny thing. You haven't cried in so long that you think that crying is just what a child does. You're... <laughs> You cried in the way a three-year-old does. Whining? Yeah. Fez, and I want you to be honest here. And remember, look, he just poked his head up. Like, did you not know I was talking to you at first? No, I, yeah, I knew. Why were you looking down and you had to poke your head up? I just, I, I realized, I just caught myself that I was looking down. I felt like I was the science teacher uh, teaching dull science, and I called on you. I'm not going to bother you doing the show. You need your rest. You didn't get much last night. Uh, so Fez. Hey, Fez has made some progress with the uh, the party. Uh, doors unlocked. I took the liberty to take a look around. There are rally towels on every piece of furniture, so it's coming along. You still leaving the towels out, Fez? Oh yeah, the towels will be out. Oh, by the way, the keys were left on the table. I took, I locked up for you, and I stuck them in a wreath that had a Patriots thing across the hallway. So, just so you can get back in. Uh, Brian, Phil, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Um, in uh, 2007, uh, uh, I, I ended up in the position where I was uh, I was homeless and living in a uh, homeless shelter in Philly, which is really not a nice place to be. But um, the one, two things actually helped me get out and back on my feet again. Uh, one of them, of course, was the Ron and Fez show. And the second You're welcome. Was, uh, thank you. You're always a hero, Ron. Um, and the second was uh, was the resources that the library had, because um, in addition to books, there was also 
free computer access, and I could get uh, access to uh, um, you know websites where uh, I could find city services to get some help for what I was going through, as well as getting uh, applications out online. And you know, I found the job that I'm currently working in now. So. Yeah. Actually, and even some of the librarians, like they're like brilliant people who work there, and they'll be like, "No, here's the way a resume should look," and they'll help people. It's very weird. It's almost like it's another government service, and like we have this thing about mean librarians because when we were kids, you know, running through a library, it's the only time we knew like school libraries. But a public library is a completely different experience. Oh yeah. Not only that, but it's filled with video, DVD stuff that you could download, watch. There's amazing stuff at the library, and again, if you can afford it, you would probably choose not to go to the library. But if you can afford it, uh, it's fantastic. And um, I know it sounds crazy and it sounds like a little fucking hack, but books are really important. It's uh, unlike, you know, I don't know how many times a, um, a person will say, hey, I saw a movie. And it changed my life, or I saw a TV show, and it changed my life. But I don't know a person who hasn't said to me, I, I read a book, this certain book, and it changed my life, it changed my way of thinking. Because it, it can get in your mind in a way movies, TV shows can't. It's just a whole different way of looking at the world. Um, here's John, John, you're on Ronnie, it's a sad day. I have uh, I have heard because of the UPS scare and customs search and everything, O'Hare Airport has seized over a hundred thousand Cuban cigars. No, I I think Fezzi no fly out, fly out there, get them for us. Pose pose as a customs guy, get them for us, and spread holiday cheer and cheer everyone up. Hundred hundred thousand Cuban cigars. This is. Thank you for our fucking border patrol. Great. Right. We can't stop terrorists from flying into fucking buildings, but we've stopped fucking great cigars from coming into the country. Scumbags. Can we just fucking fix this Cuban thing once and for all? I don't know. I might be willing to be a communist if I could smoke a good cigar all day while I was doing it. <laughs> Someone told me that the Cubans can't even fucking afford Cuban cigars, though. They all go out of the country. That's fucked up. The Cubans are down there smoking fucking White Owls like it was 1963, <laughs> driving around in a Packard. Rage. Rage against the dying of the light. Thanks, what's going on with you lately? You seem like you're down, you're upset with yourself. I know, did you sleep at all last night? I slept, actually I had a good night's sleep last night. Hey, another 12 hours then? Yeah. By sleep, you mean passing out and fucking then waking up in your own clothes? Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. One day uh, I said to Hicks, I go, how are you doing this morning? He goes, you know what? It's so weird. He goes, I didn't wake up in my own urine. I wonder if I'm sick. And I go, no, it's a, it's a good thing when you don't wake up in a puddle of piss. That's what you told me, but I'm still not convinced. He said to me, he goes, there's something wrong with my piss pump. He goes, when you sleep, isn't your dick just supposed to explode with urine? And I go, no, I don't think that's true. See what I'm doing here? The pheasant blowing things out of proportion. Yeah. Matter of fact, to be totally honest, not one even small part of that conversation took place. Made it all up. Now, right here. I call it improving. And I think of improv as improving life. It's not so much improv for me. It's improve. It's the way I want the world to go.
So anyway, Hicks, you said something was bothering you, something got in your room. What do you help? What do you hate? Uh, helping the poor? What is it? Oh, they're the worst. Um, actually, I was uh, looking over ratings numbers for that Walking Dead, the uh, fucking zombie TV show. And it's the, it was the highest rated TV show Ever. on cable for like 18 to 49 people. People like zombies. It's unbelievable that this is, it's, it feels like it's never going to end. Because I, I, I sat through most of the episodes, and it's terrible. It's not very good, and people are loving it. it. It could be better. It could actually be, you know, something good to it. It's, it's sort of like Lost, but with zombies. It's bizarre. All right, why don't we do this? Uh, what are people... What are the fucking seeds in the middle of the country love? What are they crazy about? <laughs> they love zombies, right? Yeah, they can't get enough. And they love Medea. Now, my idea is for a cross-dressing sassy zombie... You know, she's just like a dead, you know, she's grandmotherly yeah. and she talks crazy. But there's wisdom. There's oh. wisdom in that Medea zombie. Like in the groans? So, them? yeah, it's like Medea zombie just uh, screaming out catchphrases would be great. <laughs> she would probably smack someone upside their head before eating the brains out of them. You said s uh, she. Fuzzy, it's a he. It's a he. Um... Pitbull just stopped in and brought us some gifts. Yeah, Pit Doc stopped in, brought yeah. us a couple f few things. Very nice. What did he bring for me? He got you Cuban cigars. Now, this is the same Pit Doc who got me the... Uh, yeah, the uh, jug of uh, syrup. I am now trying to... Uh, because it's very difficult to get maple syrup at any decent price. Uh, Pit Doc gave me a beautiful jug of it, which... Uh, and anyway, by the way... Because uh, I brought up Pitbull, because Bobby Slayton, the Pitbull, gave us uh, chocolate uh, turds that yeah, you can eat. Do, do, chocolate. And then uh, Dr. Steve sent us popcorn, uh, which we were going to eat on the air and try to guess what kind of popcorn it is, like we did that before. I'll look over here yesterday. Hicks is eating our on-the-air bit. Well, I mean, come on. I was hungry, and it was, you know, late in the afternoon. Did I judge you? No. I'm just, I made I'm just, a simple statement of truth. I just, you know, I felt bad. I was hungry. So kettle corn, it's good. Flea, you're running fez. Hey, a uh, cross-dressing zombie, isn't that Marilyn Manson? Flea, shut the fuck up and stop calling. Wait a minute, I thought it was 2006 where people said stuff like that. <laughs> Remember when everyone used to yell at Flea no matter where he went, oh, yeah. whatever he did. Um, then didn't his mom want to go out with you? Uh, yeah, apparently I was going to be Flea's new stepfather. Sure. That was not going to happen. Sure, that dick. Has anything happened in the last four years for you? No. Why not take some chances? Do what I do and take it a half day at a time. Because a whole day is too much. Take a half day or just a sliver of a minute. I like to say to myself, for the next 18 seconds, I'm not going to shoot dope. But in 19 seconds, I'm going to shoot something. Oh, no. You shouldn't do that. I love a bag of dope. You should try to take it longer than 18 seconds. You know what? When if there becomes some kind of thing where you're the new Tony Robbins and you're out on the fucking road giving people advice on how to live, I'll buy a ticket like all the other rooms. Okay. But until that day, I don't want to be the fucking only person you're giving advice to. I'll, I guess I'll start putting a program together for people. What is your new fucking thing going to be? Don't shoot dope, a book that you put out? Yeah. <laughs> don't shoot dope and your life will be better. It's going to work out, everybody. Yeah. Chain smoke. Well, do me a favor and show me a better way of getting high. Crack? Well, no, I probably shouldn't smoke crack either. That's a fucking... That's a nasty fucking high. Well, bass. 
I don't want to be that wired. I want to be a little fucking laid back. I want to be like the fucking junk. You know, when I see a junkie doing that slow across the street where it looks like they're trying to tie their own shoe while they're walking, they're so fucking leaned over, I say to myself, that looks comfortable. <laughs> oh, no. Just fucking weird nodding off. All right, so uh, some Cuban cigars for me. What you get? It's just so I can go smell one. Okay. I have one of the kids running. Is, uh, is Draft House here today? Draft House is not here. What happens? Because he was on my list. Is coming in today. Was he? Oh, that was my fault. It's it's Steve Tyson and Steve Tyson, America's favorite young comic. Yeah. Yesterday he had diarrhea, right? Yeah, he was uh, shitting his brains. Don't out. Lo- don't let him anywhere near me then. Okay. If he's touching those cigars, I'll have to fucking throw them out. Not Rustin. Because you could have been in. the one, right? During this uh, thing, we'd already uh, have him back. Um. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Sean Albany, you're on Hey, Ronnie. The creator of The Walking Dead, the first thing he did when the first season was over because he was so displeased with how it turned out was he fired the whole writing set. Good. Perfect. You ever notice this about uh, Flea when he calls? He always says this, even after all these years. Quick question. <laughs> Quick question. Quick question. The worst day of my life was when Flea was able to start getting in for free. I uh. mean getting in the bars because it was always fun to see how depressed he was outside. It's fucking hysterical. I'm going to smell this little cigar right now. Oh, boy. That's right. Come bust me. No. Maybe I'll smoke this tonight after the Mark Marin interview goes off flawlessly. It's going to be fucking mm, awesome. That is a nice smell. That's nice. I didn't even realize that I always like to smoke an unlit, uh, smell an unlit cigar till Tommy Z pointed it out. You mean you smell stick there? Your sticks? I don't like when you call them sticks. <laughs> Buzz, wouldn't that be the perfect thing to get me for Christmas this year? Cigars? That would be a good idea, but it's just, I, I'm trying to think of something a little bit more personal. Look, I'm one of those people who makes a big deal out of stressmas, as I like to call it. And you know why I call it like that? No, why? Because every hack out there is using the stress miss bit. Uh, so I was being ironic. Irony I was using there. But if you get me a Christmas present, and it doesn't matter what anybody gives, and you know, to me it's just more about friendship. Mm-hmm. But if you give me a present as bad as last year's, I'm going to beat you to death with it. I think it's going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. Passive-aggressive. I love it. Come over and give me a pound. We'll do an exploding pound. Was last year the shower warmer? Don't or was... fucking start on that. I'm sorry. No. I apologize. The fact that he said he thought about getting me a pillow, I would take that pillow and, and suffocate him with it like he was a big chief. Did Fez properly blow up that pound? No. It's gotta be what did you glare at him for? Well, I did. it doesn't help me any. Well, why don't you say that to him? Express yourself. He's your friend. He busted your balls. What do you do when your friend busts your balls? You bust back. Why do you ask like a question? You bust back. So what would you say? Yeah. Well, that shirt's exploding on you. So there. Hey, but see, Whoa. that has nothing Wait. to do with the other. If I can sure it has nothing to do with the thing here. I think that's one of the things that always gets off for you. Now, give me a big pound. Let's start to relive it. Give me a pound. Now you exploded for real, so how can we play it out? 
You gave me an exploding pound, so he couldn't mention it again. Oh, okay. Ron, did you tell Fez to explode that pound? You're trying to find a way to save it? That was actually pretty good. <laughs> How dare you? But this is the funny thing. Fez just goes like this on. He just gives him like a little bulldog fucking thing like, mm. I'll get you later. Um, sometimes you said that uh, Fez will gang up and you were, you were the kids when I'm not around. Well, you know, also when the alcohol comes out, it's it's not pretty. He gets mi- Oh, yeah, you don't like him when you're drinking. Remember the last time you drank? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got upset about him. Uh, I don't even remember what it was about. I remember getting I upset dirty he at leaves him. the office. Mm. And, th- and then when I called later, Dave told me on the phone that you were still going off about him. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also, um, the same day, also there was something he was pissed at. I didn't get anything for Steven. St- Steven Stills came back in the building. Fez got mad that I didn't get anything to sign for him. But then I found something to sign for him, but he was still mad at me. Where are we got signed by Stephen Stills? Uh, Christ Stills and Nasty Demos album. Yeah, we have a couple. I think we believe we have two of those. Yeah, but, remember? Well, we got them all to sign it that day. They didn't sign when they came in. No, they didn't sign when they came in. But you know, I, I we caught Stills when he came back. Who showed it Stills though? I can't remember. It was the Xanax show months ago. You caught a Xanax show? It was a Xanax. Oh, was a Xanax show. Oh, Fez I thought like some of these shows stinks. Oh no. Uh, Bob, you're on Fez. He wants to make it personal. How about getting you another ashtray? I might bring up the fucking ashtray. I thought that was a good gift. I thought it was like very New Yorky. Why don't you get me a lamp from Elaine's this year? I mean, what the fuck's that have to do with anything? Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And don't forget the fucking, uh, the rack that you got, the fucking towel rack. The warming towel rack that went right in the trash. I, I gotta tell you something, too. I'm gonna have a fucking Fez moment here. Oh, no. And the other day, I'm coming up the street, and Artie's apartment, and he just had, like, a little, uh, you know, studio apartment that yeah. he lived in all these years. And his family came over to, you know, clean it up and take whatever and I'm walking up the street I saw them and all of Artie's life possessions were just in these little black trash bags sitting out front and it was so little you know and then what we saw which I couldn't believe that he used to keep in his apartment was this like figurine of a big head uh, Bob Hope. <laughs> I don't know why. That and, of course, the weird fucking picture he had. So we took it over to Java Girl, and uh, she's going to de- display it somewhere. Oh, that's awesome. Because I just can't stand the fact that he's not on the block anymore. But just saying how little whatever you had to do with in the world is there. Blows, it's just man. strange. That just sucks. But hey, got salvaged. That's what matters. Does it? You yeah, try, I know you try to look up for everything. It doesn't come off that way. I am. I'm. Things are looking good. You forget I had a year when I died and came back. Um, Jeff, you're on my face. Hey guys, I'd hate to bring it up again, but I have a bad feeling the party coming up is going to be a real bust. Someone's got to bring a camera, or film some of it, put it on Twitter. I, I just got a bad feeling about this one. Why would you want to see a bad party? 
I don't know. Just the past couple of shows, you've just been, uh, you know, a little out of it. I, I think you're just going to be a little grumpy, and I'd hate to see that. We love you, Fez. We want to see you be happy. Here's what uh, I would hate, though. If we go for film, and then halfway through it, decide not to do it, and then um, just ignore it. That'd be bad. It would be bad. Then only to call on that person other when there's no equipment there. That would be the first call in months. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Did they say I could light up Cuban cigars in-house? I'd do it. I'll smoke a cigarette with you. Fuck it. You're always ready for trouble, ain't you? I don't care. Whatever. Maybe we should have, like, one of the fucking boys' room around here, like school, where you can smoke at. <laughs> did you smoke in school? Uh, no. Well, senior year, senior year I did. I smoked. In the bathroom, or did you have a smoking place? Um, I, sm I smoked in the bathroom, and my fucking school is like eight, nine stories high, so we'd, we could just go into a stairwell towards the roof and just fucking blaze up there. See, the thing was, I never wanted to smoke until they told me I couldn't, and I'm like, give me one of those fuckers. Um... Greg, you're on my fez. Yeah, Ronnie, I got a fourth hour Ichiban for you. According to ESPN.com, Urban Meyer stepping down at the University of Florida. Um, His little heart's about to explode, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, pulled this before, but he should have went out while he was on top, not after a season like this year. Oh, wait, Ronnie, I just hit the refresh button. Urban Meyer not stepping down at Florida. Hit it again. Oh, he's back out. Sorry. Okay, he's there it out. is. Thank you so much. Very funny, Greg. What he did was take it to an absurd level. He took the truth, took it up a step to an absurd level, and then he created comedy with that, Hicks. He's trying. He's fucking busting it up. What about you? Are you trying? I'm always fucking. I'm trying. I'm doing. Doing whatever I can, Ronnie B. Looking forward to this Mark Marin on Mass later? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely am too. I think uh, I think this is going to be a real good one. He's a very interesting guy. His podcasts are, I think, totally different than what is happening out there today. And I, I'm, you know, back and forth on this podcast world of like, is it going to be good for radio, bad for radio, whatever? You know, and I'm always looking a couple years down there because I don't take one day at a time like they do in a day. A A. How much uh, did you take? I'd like to take it. I started with two days at a time. Now I'm up to years at a time, a decade at a time. And even with the AA program, I've added an extra A to mine. So not only are you staying sober, but you're getting tire fucking repaired by yourself. You're not out wow. there with a jack like a fucking idiot. Holy shit. Or if you want somebody to give you a jump. Now your dance studio, will you be producing podcasts for it? You know, I know that you're fucking with me. I get it. I'm not you know. fucking with you. No, you know what it is? It's like I'm the crazy fucking guy in the park, and you're asking me, like, why don't you go give her a kiss and marry her? And then you no. think I'm going to admit it. I'm no. not. No, I, I'm not fucking with you. It you sounds are crazy. feigning interest. That's bullshit. I'm very interested in this dance studio, if there's a podcast, and what's going to happen 10 years from now. Look up, big cat. Eye level. Yeah. What do you do? Keep Look at eye level. What are we? What were we talking about? Uh, your dance studio of the future. It seemed like you wanted to throw something in there, did you? Uh, no, I didn't have anything. All right. Appreciate it. I don't think... See, let me explain something to you. Hicks didn't have anything either, so he feigned interest. No. You're an interest feigner. 
I'm very, I'm a genuine interester, right? That fucking surprised you, uh, college boy. I know what fame means. Um, rage, rage. I like that sleeves. I like what he's doing with that new album. Has what's it called again? Tourniquets and windmills. Find on RadioGhost.com. That's linked to the iTunes. Just search tourniquets and windmills on iTunes. I wish somebody would buy that for me. Oh. Uh, Desiree, you're on Fez. Ronnie, well, I got a question for uh, Mark Maron tonight. I was wondering if we, if he could tell us if we should lock the gates on these fuckheads or report us to every promoter in the country. Mm. He, uh, he was in that uh, movie, Almost Famous, one of the mm-hmm. great scenes with Lock the Gates. He actually uses that for the thing of his podcast, which I always get a kick up. I'm a fan of these podcasts now. The WTF podcast. And he's a little story. Oh, yeah, he was, did you see him around? No, I never saw him around, but I like to know that, you know, Do, he was in the story at some time. <laughs> now, at any point, I, I think he lived there for years. Yeah, he was there for a while, yeah. yeah. Good for him. Good for all of us. You ever see Mikey D around? No, I never see Mikey D. I think he's more towards the Greek side. Yeah. I'm more Long Island City of story. No, he was real Greek side. No, oh, yeah. Oh, so you're on this side of the bridge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm right over the I'm right over the bridge. But on the right hand side of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's crazy. And you grew up there? Yeah. That was one wacky neighborhood. <laughs> up, it was huh? fucked up. Because right now it's like, hey, artists are taking those rundown yeah. places, but I can't imagine growing up there because I remember when I first came to New York, like 10 years ago, I was over there for some reason. There was like some gallery, and I'm like, uh-huh. no one fucking lives here. This is fucking weird. Yeah, it was scary and weird. The fucking Queensbridge is right over there. And up until like maybe five or six years ago, it was still fucking dangerous. Right. Still like fucking gangsters all over the fucking place. A lot of bloods and whatnot. Did anybody fuck with you when you were a kid? Um, No, but like the convenience stores were getting robbed constantly. People getting shot. <laughs> fucking So weirdness. you were like... I'm going to go down and get eggs and maybe get shot. I don't know, but I'm definitely going to get eggs. I mean, the thing is, you if the convenience stores are like that, and by the way, when, when people go, why don't you just go to a supermarket? There's not a lot of room in New York for supermarkets. Everyone it has small fucking stores. But you would be like only getting food when you really fucking were starving. Oh, yeah. Because you could get shot in the back of the head. Um, Today's... Search, search, hurry up and search. Winner is... Brad Kemp. Brad Kemp. Woo! Woo! Marlon Thomas. Now, is that Brad's first time winning this year? Because that's a familiar name to me. And I know we're down on uh, one prize only, aren't we? This year, yes, but he has won before. But for this winter, uh, it's the only time, though, right? For Winter Wonderland? Okay, Brad. Keep the Marla Thomas for yourself. Congratulations for you. Oh, you're fast. You are fast. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I'm just curious. When you give out the gift bags at your party, are you going to make sure that you put a really nice ashtray in all of them? Uh, ashtrays will not be part of the parting gift. But Thank Christ. But nice Christmas gift. Well, only if it's a very uh, special ashtray. Ashtray? Ashtray. Oh, now, gosh! Ash, ash no. with an H. Way to correct. Um, but an ashtray would be interesting. It's a place around the table that you could take a shit without making a big deal out of it. Okay. Um, someone's writing to me that that old ONA intern calls with different fucking names or whatever. Keep I an ha- eye on this. I, I have a number. 
He's a fucking weirdo, though, I guess. Yeah, he's just, I believe he's a certified weirdo. He was on ONA and lied constantly about shit. Have ONA ever had a good intern over the years? I don't know. Every one of their interns looks to me like they hold up the wall. Where well, our interns, we had a very good fucking crop this year. Oh, yeah. Solid. Solid as fuck. Got crazy Steve Tyson. Would you say rock solid? Rock solid. If I could get Steve Tyson to settle down, I think we can make a fine fucking comedian out of him. He just gets... And no, he did not beat Fez at tell a joke or be a joke. But I think he put Fez on the ropes a couple times. I think he had Fez scared. I seen him give Fez a shot in the face where I saw Fez kind of wake up and do that thing where he, you got to shake the punch off. If I knew Steve, Steve Tyson was in here today, I would have had those two guys playing against each other. Because that's something that always pops Fez out of his weirdness. You had an extra bad night last night, huh, Fez? Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. You realize that you only said two sentences during the first hour and a half of the show? Yeah, but since then it feels like you're in the moment, huh? Um, I'm I'm trying to, yeah. So I mean I don't know if it's much better, but I I'm better than I was, I guess. What makes you feel better? Um, if I could, if I can just keep myself away from the panic. Panic's that strong, huh? Yeah. What are you panicking about? Panicking about panicking right now? That's, uh, yeah, that's where it starts, yeah. Where it's like, is this leading to a freak out? Why you do this? Let's role play here. You be you, and I'll be the therapist, okay? Okay. Alright, so I'm just having a Shut up. bit of a freak out Shut here. Shut up about your freak out. It's a Stop talking. Panic attack. Stop it. So I just. Shut up. Having a lot of troubles. See how you feel better now? Uh -huh. Isn't that weird, though? Did you see how you were, like, falling into a thing? Uh-huh. What happened? Yeah, I guess it was better. No, you're not guessing. You know you felt better there for a second. Why? Because Cause it, it got weird. Because I knew what I was doing. Embrace the weird. Embrace the weird. Weird equal good. This hold on thing and fucking tightness, forget about it. But no, honestly, tell me what's going on with you. Well, just... Um, shut your pie hole. There's a shut, situation. Shut your face. Shut up. And I'm just Stop having talking. trouble. Stop talking. You sound sissy. But that's you what sound, I'm... You sound sissy. Yeah, but I'm here. Hi, baby. I'm supposed Hi, to... baby. Mwah. Mwah. All right, that wasn't the help that I came here for. I would... What I should do is call myself the punk therapist where I'll bring people in. Um, you talked to your therapist since he, uh, gave you shit? You wrote a whole note and then didn't give it to me? No. Now I'm super fucking interested. Let me <laughs> okay. say what you decided not to give there. me. All right. Um, Pit Doc has also brought in a mystery box for me. For Hicks. I don't know. If I for can, Hicks. I can just you call yourself Hicks? Get your mystery box. All right. Bring that I, mystery box in because apparently... Because, um, God forbid, me and Fez are talking about something... Here, uh, I want to be about you and the mystery box. Well, no, I just that's why no. I was writing the note. I it's wanna... called the fucking Hicks Mystery Box Show. That's the name no, of the show. No, it's not. That's the show. No, I the see Sirius Ron XN. and Fez. Is it? Ron and Fez, there it is. Well, how'd he get his name up there next to mine? Only on Sirius. Same fucking size. Dog though. XM. Oh, my God. Go over here, Hicks. Pick it up. Oh, Jesus. It's a Thank you box. so much, uh, Pitagin. Is it alive? 
All right, so this is a giant box. Stay in, stay in while he opens it, because I want to. I want you to see the look on his face. How do I open it? There's a certain way. Pitak, where did you come in from, by the way? Uh, up north, about 50 miles south of uh, Canada. Wow, you're so a long drive in with this. Hicks has opened this. You got it all wrapped up. Should we be? Should we be shooting this? Should it, is it going to be that be much good. fun? Is it going to be that? It would be good. Is it a puppy? I hope it's not. What the fuck? Holy shit. It's a giant ball of Chivas <laughs> Regal. Oh, my what God. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Holy shit. Get a camera in Merry here. Merry Christmas, buddy. And that... Let me just first say this. You couldn't give him anything. He's crying. You're what crying, the... Hicks. This is fucking crazy. It's Thank for... you, Big Doc. <laughs> it's for the Christmas orphan. It has a fucking... A poor, it's so huge. Um, stand it in front of the sign there. Stand it in front of the sign. I've never seen him quite so happy. Get over there in front of the sign where you can get your picture. Um, look at his big smile. How much liquor is that? It's over a gallon, it's right? It's about a gallon, 4.5 liters. That is of Chivas. Oh. Let me see the pic. Make sure we put it up. Um... Take one with Hicks's camera too, because he's gonna. He'll probably want that for himself later. Yeah, I want a keepsake for this great yeah, day. Yeah, sure. Now this makes up for the fact. Now here's the thing. I don't think you should drink that before Christmas. That way you'll have it for the whole week that you're out. What's with the light on the bottom of it? I wanted to do a Pulp Fiction type thing. Ah, oh, <laughs> so the light was coming straight up straight out. Straight up through it. Wow. Quite amazing, Pit Doc. I do me a favor and take one without the big smile on your but face. But I'm happy. I, I know, but I want people to look happy. fucking cool over happy. Okay. You well, can't I look my, fucking... I need my blue blockers then. Yeah, put on your blue blockers and have the light going. This is, seriously... Now, this is the reaction a person should have with this, right? This is how a person is supposed... Yeah, that's it. Now, don't grind your face. Like, Now, look like satisfied. Just satisfied. There you go. You give him a cock of the head. You're a fucking attractive man. Try to now make the light go up through the shivers. So that maybe... Yeah, there you go. So it's glowing. It's happiness to you. That's the great... Doc, that's the greatest present. <laughs> now, here's the weird thing. Because this kid is happy, you made my Christmas. Because if Hicks is happy, then I'm happy. It's beautiful. This is seriously a... Comically large bottle of liquor. <laughs> now, do you think you could drink that one sitting? <sighs> like starting in the morning? Yeah. I could probably, I could think I could, yeah, I'll, I'll house this in a 24 hour no. pyramid. Do pyramid? Me a, pyramid. Period. Do me a favor. <laughs> Don't put that picture on your Facebook where those scumbag friends of yours can see it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because they just use you. This is the private you could stock. bring to the party. That's true. If I now, why does generous. it have its own sex swing? That it goes back and forth. It's, it's actually got a little spigot, so you can you can dip it out and, and pour out. Holy shit! Because it's so fucking large. <laughs> it's the great. greatest Christmas ever. Don't get much better than this, Pit Doc. You're welcome. Thank you. Here, let me just even hold it for a second, because I don't think if I've ever seen this much shivers in one setting. That is amazing. I. Take it back, Hicks, because I'm at a weird angle. I'm gonna, it's going to knock me out of my chair while I got my feet up like this. Well, we'll put that up on 202 Friends today after the show for people to see because now you know where you've got to go.
to beat this. Uh, Jason, you're on the run of Fed show. Yeah, Ronnie, I haven't heard Pepper this happy since his parents died. That what? is really um, uncalled for. It really is. Thanks a lot. Listen, I know you're jealous of me and my giant bottle of fucking Chivas Regal, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> you all right, because I'm going to be enjoying some scotch later today. I'm actually jealous of you and your giant <laughs> bottle of Chivas. <laughs> I'm going to call this picture, have it sent to me, I'm going to have it blown up, and I'm going to call uh, Hicks before the wall. <laughs> this <laughs> Hicks fucking with this giant bottle of Chivas. It almost should be now a giant balloon coming over that says the world is yours. It's that fucking part of Scarface where everything starts to turn bad from that moment on. At least I got a montage ahead of me then. Yeah, you do. I'll open up a bar, uh, unisex salon for my sister. Now what we need is a giant thing of Marlboro Reds. If there's any kind of cigarette that would take you six hours to smoke... Um, Nick in Nebraska, that's double N's. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Hey, uh, Pepper, have you ordered your centerpiece of the party to be delivered to Fezzies? Not yet. You know, oh, it needs we... to be done. Look, a... a lot of these things are just said to annoy Fez. And, Fez, you said, uh, Pitak, you can sit wherever you want because you are, seriously, you're Chris Kringle right now. That's right. What you did for this kid. The amount of alcohol that you gave him. Yeah. He might not be in tomorrow. Well, the <laughs> point is this. If he could actually swim in this. He could drown in Chivas. I brought chocolates for Fezzi like the time last time I brought him too. Uh what do you uh Fanny Mae Buc Buckeyes and uh, Oh the chocolate buckeyes. Oh the buckeyes are delicious. You like those, huh? Fez? You give him out the party too. What are the what's the Buckeye? I don't even know. It looks like the Buckeye nut out of Ohio or Ohio State, like the Ohio State Buckeyes, mm -hmm. but it's all chocolate. It's like white and dark chocolate. They're delicious. Have one. Have it with your <laughs> chocolate and scotch is the way to live your life. That's the only way. You know, and I know Pepper that you didn't like anybody more than he said Dave McDonald. No, he was he was a fucking. Great you know man. that you saw him as a brother in arms. Very much so. But just know now, you're getting the liquor that would have went to him. So, <laughs> so even in the sadness that you miss your buddy on a daily basis, yeah, you're drinking his liquor now. That's right. I'm doing it for both of us. Um, and you've moved into that position where people go, you know what? We should think about Pepper. <laughs> you know, Smart everyone always liquor. thinks about now. Somebody should think about Pepper. Where before, let's face it, um, there's a, uh, all right, someone wrote this to me. There is um, a new full-blown cyber war going on right now, like the movie's Hackers, without Crash and Burn. I don't know what they're talking about at all. Um, but then Mike Chap did this, and I'd like to see this retweeted. Enjoying my new Sherwin Sleeves album. Oh. Thanks for the heads up, 202 friends. That would be a perfect retweet. Ah, uh, um, yes, there is a cyber war going on over the... It's in, tied in with WikiLeaks. Because uh, PayPal said they no, they'll no longer take uh, donations to his uh, defense fund. Yeah. And uh, so now MasterCard... They're fucking with MasterCard now. They're trying to take down their fucking... Uh... It's spooky, isn't it, that, that these people can take down large countries, corporations, whatever they need to do? But maybe it's a good thing. 
Um, now, Fuzzy Lipschitz writes this. If today was the first time someone listened to the show, they think it was Make-A-Wish Day and that Ron is teaching a tard to do radio. Let me tell you something. Hicks is not a tard. What? Now, he doesn't understand radio, but he's got a giant bottle of Chivas right now. Yeah. The biggest bottle of Chivas I've ever seen in my life. Bunch of fucking haters are fucking attacking me right now. You know what? We could play uh, this, Hicks, if you want to, after the show. Let's p pretend that it's just a real bottle, like a regular bottle of Chivas, but you and I have taken some kind of a small potion. <laughs> uh, and we're getting very, very tiny. Tonight, uh, the vigil, the candle light visual will take place 30 years we've been on the planet without a john lennon and unfortunately for your generation hicks there hasn't been another john lennon to step up mm -mm. so let's get on it kids uh we'll send this out with uh let's go uh anything you want hicks you pick it today's shiva stay for you mind games i will go with work? mind games sure anything okay. you want thank you john lennon See you tonight out there. I'll have a candle.